Ladies and gentlemen and in-betweeners, I'm your host, Alexander Rodriguez, here with On The Rocks Radio Show, where celebrities and cocktails mix tonight. We have a very special doubleheader with kick-ass ladies who kick ass on TV with my kick-ass co-host. We have Broadway baby and TV star Carly Gibson is here from TBS's The Guest Book, Amazon's One Mississippi, Start binging watching them, and you're going to call in sick to work. You're just going to watch these shows. Of course, she was uh, in Broadway on Hairspray as Ter uh, Tracy Turnblad, Pepper in Crybaby the Musical, with guest co-host, on-air personality Ryan Black. Then we have Bravo TV's The Real Housewives of New Jersey. OG Danielle Staub is here with celebrity hairstylist Brandon Liberati. <sighs> and me, your favorite host, with the deepest voice. So raise a glass and let the games begin. This is On The Rocks with Alexander, coming at you live, where I drink with your favorite celebrities as we talk about fashion, entertainment, pop culture, reality TV, and, well, that's about it. So pop a cork, lean back, and raise a glass to On The Rocks. Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy ride. Oh, Lord. Buttons and bows and pantyhose. This is On The Rocks, the place where we're too glam to give a damn. Oh. I have come to... Yeah, right? That's the way to start. <laughs> okay. Yes. That's how we're doing it, Carly Jimson. All right. Came to realization... And I wish I'd have come to this sooner. I thought that eating tacos was cheating on my diet. It turns out, eating taco or being on a diet is cheating on my tacos. It depends on what and kind of tacos you're talking. And about. I was gonna but say none of these vegetarian tacos. You, you, no, we don't you're go. You're eating we don't, tacos. Yeah, we don't do the vegan tacos. <laughs> no, I mean it's like why bother? It's like this is meatless turkey. Go turkey yourself. Yeah. Uh, but if you know if you don't eat the tacos, it's, I it's wasn't talking insulting about, my Latin ancestors. I, I wasn't talking about that kind of taco meat. Oh, we know. Ryan's a fan of the Latino. <laughs> yes. In fact, we have one of your Instagram Just pictures. One. It says like Taco Boy or something. I pulled that from your Instagram. I am a Mexican food connoisseur. Oh. Yes, he has sampled every Mexican food. Oh, what does that oh, entail? Tamale Boy. There it is. Look, that's the picture that we pulled, Ryan. You gotta be careful when you're on Tomales. the show because I will pull pictures. Oh my God. Orale, I have a picture pues. of you it's in the dolphins. Safe. No, you do yes, not. Yes, I do. I will, I will murder your whole <laughs> oh, family for that. Okay, that one's okay. Yes. I Don't. so cute, you oh guys. You guys look so adorable. You guys, I have the biggest trust issues just like in general, ask my boyfriend, but like I <laughs> I have a thing about big, big animals and like, in and just water. basically anything that can kill yeah. you. And so you go into this tank and it's like 40 feet deep and it gets dark down there and at any given time there's like 16 no, dolphins swimming so around you. And so they were like, oh, you guys just like get in a line, which first of all is hard to do in the water. Yeah. They're like, they wouldn't let them come by until we all got in a line. And I was like, well, Sally can't get it together. Just like an old lady like trying to get her shit together. Like this life vest that didn't fit any of us. And so it was like a one size, fits. I mean, look at that life vest. It's like, it stops in the middle of my tits. I just looked like, the look on your face and then. But I was like, oh, this is happening. And I was just surprised that it wasn't killing me. And but it you was, had a great time though, right? It was oh, a good it was, experience. It was, it was magical. I mean, they're they're like dinosaur water unicorns. Yeah, they're yeah. incredible. And they're so nice. They're, uh, they're Broadway uh, fans. They're big. They do love their. They they're, serve, they're the they, gay animal of the sea. Let's be they, honest. They're, they're dolphins. They really are. Yeah. They're like gay sharks. Yeah. And they serve a good por por porpoise. 
Por- oh, oh, punny. Mm. That was punny AF. I think the gay shark was. Ba- no, oh, how God. dare you with yeah. that? Like, Don't you, encourage you him. Know what, you know what? You cannot get, get away with a punny when you stutter on it. See, yeah, that's that was so rough. true. Do you it's know how many jokes I've ruined because I get so excited that I want to get to the finish line and I no. mess it up? I know. I've I like interrupted both of you just to give you that horribly <laughs> stuttered. And we all pause. We're like, gonna get wait it back. for it. And I'm like, I Carly, Carly, wait for this. This is my Ryan co host. And then I was like, <laughs> You're going to get it back. Yes. Oh, yes. I'm oh, he will dad joke central. Okay. Well, okay, we're going to get to this because that's Kurt's only uh, job here. Uh, thank you to our sober listeners for tuning in. We love you. Thank you for holding our hair back, driving us home. Drunk texting is literally the only sport that I excel at. Uh, hello hello to our listeners around the nation on iHeartRadio, Universal Broadcasting Network, Play FM, Stitcher, TuneIn, Satchel, iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. Of course, we are on Facebook Live, on Trending Now in San Diego, True FM in Ohio, and nationally Ohio. on the Ohio. Hey, Hey. It's round on both sides and high in the middle. You guys, yes, are you cold AF in Ohio right now? Like, is it's anyone alive? Yeah. It's is like anyone out there? 18. Somebody did a comparison. So it's negative 22 in Antarctica and it's negative 18. You in- better just but, pronounce every yes, letter in that fucking word. Antarctica. I was, I was getting really nervous. Yeah. I knew it was coming up. And then it was I was so like, pageant of you. <laughs> Antarctica. <laughs> and world peace. And yes. I failed voice and diction. Can you, you imagine? You did? Uh, yes. Yeah, I could say that. You didn't you fail anybody's dick. Digital. I hated oh refused Have you to seen? That chair is that. barely keeping it alive right now. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't fail diction. <laughs> oh my God. This is a classy show, y'all, for all those air spray fans. You shouldn't have had me on. Uh-oh. Uh, uh, oh, oh. My Lanta, that's um, real. Also, National Alma Rocks and Bear World Magazine. Check out my weekly uh, Bear World Magazine movie news, movie reviews, and of course my celebrity interviews. And now we're on video. Uh, Kurt, we have to film that after we're done here. Oh, I've seen that video, girl. Yeah. It's, it's going uh, around. Yeah. <laughs> well, because I talk candidly about my opinions of entertainment. I don't care. Oh, not you know. that video. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, no, there's nothing like that. I'm the biggest n- no. prude he, when it comes to like, that. I rebuke you no. in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Somebody's no. like, send me a t-shirt pic. I'm like, oh, how dare you? I'm real paranoid that somebody's so actually paranoid. taking a video. Like, oh, a video. There's well, so many ways that you can I take know. a video now. Yeah, but I, I don't. I want to send like a pic to somebody. That's what I'm paranoid at. I won't. I don't care if we're getting married. You still won't get a pic from me. Like, I hope to yeah, God I'm, somebody never. Yeah. From, I hope to God never someone never films me while I'm talking to AT and T customer service. Like, oh my God. <laughs> That is They're a universal uh, problem. I have had my own conversations with AT&T. Why do we put up with it? <laughs> AT&T, you suck. We all know it. I become the most curmudgeon like, just, this is what's wrong with yeah. America. Just mad at <laughs> yeah. everything. And we take it out on the person. It's like, all they did was answer the phone. They're making yeah. minimum wage. They didn't program our no. TV. Well, but I've got to counter that because I've been with T-Mobile for, like, 15 years, like ever since cell phones were invented, and uh, I've never left them because they're always so nice. Like, well, that's good. How do they shout out T Mobile? Yes, no, no, it. no, they haven't paid for any sponsorships. T Mo, <laughs> no, they're exact, they're they're like CEO is like totally innovative and like plus, didn't they come out with a sidekick? And that was like, remember the, <laughs> the sidekick? Side I had one. Oh we can't God. decide if flip phones are cool or not. Remember when they first came out? It's like, yeah. oh, is that a flip phone? Because we had the slider. And yeah. then it was just like, you know, whatever. And then they were cool again. And then now they're not. It's the drama. iPhone's going to have a, a I miss a the flip. Blackberry. I'm not going to lie. I, I, I miss, miss my Blackberry. I my Blackberry. So I used to, I was a yeah. beast on that thing. Yeah. Oh, I, know. I mean, only I rich celebrities it. had Blackberries. Remember when right. it first right, came right, out? Right, and right. then all of a sudden it was like, Blackberry. Real fast, on Bear World Magazine this week, I talk about sequels. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventures. 
Ghostbusters coming next year? What? Ghostbusters 3? Even though Ernie Hudson hasn't heard anything from the producers, but they're going ahead with it. Princess Diaries 3 is on with Julie Andrews and Anne Hathaway. Aquaman 2 is already uh, finishing its script. Wonder Woman 3 is already starting development. And Jay and Silent Bob reboot got picked up. What about Black Panther 2? Yeah, that's, oh, that's coming back, done. right? Yeah, it's, I mean, that's a done deal. Is Hello. it done, though? It's yeah, already in the can? the script is already being pretty much polished mm -hmm. off. And Avatar, why is that taking them 400 years to make? Because it's James Cameron, and the script probably sucks. Oh, I love those movies. <laughs> They're so good. Okay, everybody says they love Avatar. When's the last time you actually watched it? I watched it like two months ago. Oh. I love it. Sigourney oh. Weaver giving me that red top, and like, yes. <laughs> yes, we love Sigourney Weaver. I mean. Speaking of bitches who kick ass, Angelica Houston was in The Witches. Did you guys remember that movie? <gasps> no. Jim Henson, you guys have to watch this movie. Hardly anybody knows. You Kurt, lost me at Jim you know, Henson. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, but Angela, Angelica Houston. I love the Muppets, don't get me wrong. But, but Jim it's Hansen not Muppet. Movies. It's his, like, gory whatever. Angelica Houston plays like the Grand high, high Witch, and it's witches that turn children into mice to eat them. And I love it! Huh. Anyway, they're doing the reboot. Robert Zemeckis is coming out of the woodworks to do it, and Anne Hathaway is taking over for Angelica Houston. Anne uh. Hathaway. You guys, can we oh, just can we talk for away. a second? Can yes. we talk for a second? I, Garrett and I, my boyfriend and I have this conversation all the time. He's like, so cute, I'm on the train. I'm on the train because she pugs me too, right? But I can't she figure out why. I can't but I, she did oh, okay. nothing wrong. She is uh, beautiful. I dreamed a dream. She did. She, she is, hosted the Oscars. That's what she did wrong. But like, I don't think, but, but she thought because she, was fun she tried. Team, that's what she did wrong. <laughs> because she tried to do something and maybe in your opinion was or wasn't uh, successful. Uh, 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 but like, I, it's subjective. But because she like puts herself out there and she tries to do her yeah. best work, we just like hate her for it. No, but you always know she's I acting. She's always one of those like, she's like a your actress where she's like, I'm acting. She's probably I'm, the nicest fucking bitch ever. She's supportive of the yeah. LGBT community. Right? So, she yes. apparently is very nice. She's damned if she doesn't damn if I'm she with you, girl. Because and even in Ocean's 8 when she was like yeah. trying to be a cunt, she's like, yeah. fine, this is what you want me to be. I didn't buy it because I was yeah, like, I bet you're not she's this like, mean. Yeah, she was yeah. having everybody sign her yearbook at Ocean's yeah. Right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I'm on your same team. I'm listening to Oprah's <sighs> Soulful podcast right now. Just trying so. to like be less of a judgmental person. Yeah, trying and like trying to like 2019, like let's just shed all of that Okay, but then let's just talk about this. We're gonna save it for later in the show. Fox uh, just did live, rent live. Yeah, on I have things Fox. to say about that. Okay, so since we're talking about being judgmental, here's my thing. It's it's okay if you don't love something that your friend is in. That's a musical. That's on TV. I get that new audiences are seeing pieces that they should. I get that. But when we're making our own social uh -huh. media comments on our own social media that you can click like or dislike or yeah. follow or unfollow, you don't have to say it's amazing. You don't have to say it's good. Right. And we should be challenging each other to say, hey, I saw your show. Not my favorite performance, yeah. um, but you know I'm glad you did it and uh, you challenged yourself. Didn't quite work for me. Boom! It's your ass. Here's why it's problematic. Okay. Because that show for each one of us, for whoever you were and however old you were and whatever small town you were living in at the time, right. that was a show that individually touched and changed and was a catharsis in all of our lives. And when you see something. We've there in in that we feel like we own a piece of it, mm -hmm. like it's ours, and totally we want to protect that. it. Yeah, right. And so when it gets passed on to a younger generation, like these kids, some of them weren't even born when it came out, die in a fire. But like when that <laughs> happens, you know, you you do you you want to share it, you want it, but you also want it to maintain that same zeal and like yeah. effect that it had on you. And, and it's just right, and it just it just won't. And 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 it was problematic from the beginning because. When you have it on a network mm -hmm. like that and you know you're going to have to like tone some things down, I was kind of okay with that. 
I was the the biggest problem I had with it was lyric changes and not just lyric changes that said fuck or like dildo. actual lyric changes yep. like mm -hmm. when he says in uh, we'll see boys like you want to produce in films and write songs you need somewhere to do it think uh, it's what we used to dream about That's think twice I'm before you poo poo it, it. Mm -hmm. they changed it to you want to produce films and write songs you need somewhere to protect it it's what we used to dream about think twice before you reject it and I thought that's not your place yeah. to rewrite that yeah. just because you're like well that's a weird maybe the kids will laugh at poo poo or whatever especially like, when the creator is not is, is no longer with us that felt yeah. really bastardized yeah. to me I was like that's not yours to touch yeah, you want to change agree. fuck to damn or whatever yeah. that's fine but like compromising the integrity of the lyrics because you think you've got a better fucking idea of what it should be yeah. that felt really disrespectful yeah IJS that, that's uh, right. I, the, kids, girl, the kids tell me that means I, I'm just saying. Radio silence, oh. because that was that was really good. I couldn't have said it better myself. And I I I really I don't ha you know I have so many friends that are in theater, so it's so hard for me to criticize um, something like Rent on my feed, because I you know I care about them and I care about what I honestly care about what they think and I care about their feelings and I had a person you know I had a personal friend in the this show is not the so industry I don't to, to have feelings yes well well yes and no I will agree with you on that I but think you can be but both. when you're on your personal feed there's no I feel I feel like for me there's no need for me to um, put that bad feeling out there towards my friend because I wouldn't say it to her face. But no. here's the thing, to, to combat what you're saying about my personal, it is yours and it isn't yours. It's a public platform that we all know that it's a way to get visibility and make your voice louder. Right, that's by I definition, that's Gibson what it is. I follow on Instagram, I follow Carly Gibson on Twitter. But at the if end you say of something I don't like, I can click off. Exactly, and here's the thing. At the end of the day, I don't give a fuck if people don't like what I have to say. Like, here, I'm always going to say what I want to say. It's either for you yeah. or it's not, and if it's not, I get it. We could yeah. still be friends in real life and you yeah. just, yeah. I have plenty of people in my life who yeah. don't like my political views right. and so or they think it's extreme or they think whatever so we're just not friends on Facebook and I'm well, fine with that views like that I have no problem putting out there but there like, is but when it involves like someone personally I'd rather just save my relationship rather than um, it's big picture at the end of the day, right? Yeah. Like, what really matters? Is it yeah. more important to to say what you need to say, right. or is it more important to like re to make your friends' feelings not hurt? Right. But okay. I think there's a way to do both. I don't think I, but I don't think you shouldn't not be allowed to. And right. I don't think, but just as you're critiquing something, you're going to be critiqued for your critique, right? Every day, and that's all day. Just sort Let of me ask you this though. So, like, here's how I look at these different platforms. Like Twitter, I feel so brave to say okay, whatever right. I want. Um, oh, I get where you're I, going with this. I'm not mean. Not everybody feel, uses Twitter but correctly. I feel, no, it's like, yeah, I'm not even great at Twitter, but I feel so brave in Twitter. In Facebook, I feel like... Because your family's there I'm, and your grandpa doesn't know how to use Twitter. Right. That's why. It, yeah, exactly. In Facebook, I feel like I'm in a theater and I'm being watched. Mm -hmm. and Every generation is using Facebook on, on, on some level. Instagram is like a weird, maybe like, like hippie sort of, like, sort of. Nobody cares what it's you say. It's not interactive. It's like, like I see your picture. I'm like, oh, that's great. Well, you're not but saying I don't... as much on Instagram. You're just like showing pictures, right. you yeah. know, and you can put something below, but like yeah. who reads that? Yeah, that's um, it's interesting right. what these different platforms but you're right. do for your different parts of your brain, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, it's absolutely. It's so different. And as, as entertainment people, we know how we have to be on each of those platforms yeah. to get the likes, to get shares, right. all that. So, but you guys are being very like nice and friendship wise about like posting about. 
Oh, I don't right. think so. I, I don't. I don't. Uh, here's the thing. I think you're allowed to say. I mean, I saw tons of people being critical, and then I saw people being like, "Why are we critical? This yeah. is we're creating a I bad dialogue, and like this is you know." All of a sudden, I was like, "No, we're not." I mean, listen, yeah. you can feel however you want to feel about it. Um, art is meant to be subjective. It touches everybody differently and invokes a different feeling in all of us, and you're allowed to express that. You don't agree, you don't agree, but we have come to some sort of thing that's like, if you're not for me, you're against me. That's just a mentality in general that's that we've adapted that's our as a generation. Right yep. If you're not for me, you are against really me, and we're not allowed to think differently about fucking anything, including yeah. a live fucking musical. That's like, really it's become true. that yeah. combative. It's so ridiculous to me. So I'm like, you know, let people think and feel. If you're somebody who didn't want to, okay, I'm not like, pussy if you if you wanted to I'm not like what an asshole I'm like you're you chose what you chose that live your uh, fucking life I that's not my two, business I can offer two criticisms of it safely. just do one because we have uh, well one what well one I'd like to say that hot piece of ass Brendan Hunt who he was wonderful. Lost, I thought he was a great like, Roger. I thought he was fantastic. And I wasn't mad that it wasn't live. It is what it is. Although I have I went, understudies, it's theater. And then I went on his Instagram, See, and he's that, all. That's, that's, I, I, that's, then I went on his Instagram, and he's like kind of godly and religious, and sort of. That's fine. Like, you can be religious and still hot. I know, but I judge people gay. like that too. Uh, I do. I do. Yeah, I'm yeah, so yeah. judgmental. Our like your character in One Mississippi, that dinner scene where we first found out that your character was like, oh, I don't believe in dinosaurs. I'm like, my whole connection with you and my joy of the exuberance and, and your character being so wonderfully yeah, as soon delicious. As you found out she was a Jesus freak. You're like, God damn it. It put me. It hurt you a little bit. It raised my walls. Mm -hmm. And then it went further. It's like, oh, you know, she, she chose to be gay because she, she looks like that. My whole experience with your character totally changed. And this is, it, I was so reflective on One Mississippi and I, I cannot believe that Amazon uh, canceled it because they wanted to be more mainstream. Bitches, whatever. Amazon can suck it. Yeah. And you know what, Amazon? You're really sucking at the deliveries while we're at it. Because they're delivering to they all They have the holidays, whatever. No, 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 no. They're, but wait, what, you segued into One Mississippi no, when we were talking about Broadway she's saying, and it's, she's it's like a huge way. Broadway performer? No, 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 I, I know. I get she's now we're a famous talk, actress. You guys, we haven't even gotten to the, uh, thank you to our sponsor. But <laughs> real fast. Is but it over say, already? No, 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 no. But I'm going to say, <laughs> but, but your comment about it's either this or it's that. You're right, and that was my experience in watching that character right. that I thought was gonna be my best friend that I wanted to hang We're out. We're all with. guilty of it, though. It it really is, and I think it's it's anytime something you know you're on board to a certain point until you know something like that yeah. it just makes you you get real you're skeptical. You know what I mean? And things like that, things like religion, things like politics, those are the things. Those are my uh, uh oh yeah. kind of red flags with people because my past experience has led me to feel one way or another. But you know that's like as we evolve, as we grow up, we're supposed to like become more open-minded that's like supposed to be the whole thing but like and I'm trying but it's it is very hard but that was the thing like with one Mississippi I I tried to approach that because it was so hard right like she's a Jesus freak she's very anti-gay that's like couldn't be further from me well, I'm, just obviously, the, I'm yeah. the antichrist it's so different from the guest book by the way <laughs> and um and so but I I thought you know what I know this woman because I grew up in the south and yeah. I was like these women there are, and they are, it's not that you're making allowances for them, but they know what they know. They know the world to be it as they know it. Their exposure levels are very low to people like this, especially mm -hmm. in positive experiences. And they believe that book because that is what makes them feel safe. And, yeah. and so their intentions might be good, but their education is low. Their experience is low. Their exposure is low. So what I wanted to do was to make sure that I portrayed her in a way that didn't feel disrespectful, like I was trying to shit on those people or villainize those people in any way, but to make her relatable and be like, look. You totally did that, too. She, she 
she has good intentions. She just she only knows what she knows, and this is the world that she lives in yeah. until she becomes exposed to it. And it would have been more fun to explore yeah. I, in other well, seasons what, what that relationship with Tig would have been like as as time went on. I love that you saw it that way, though. Yeah, like I love that you just explained it that way because I, as I said, I've been listening to Oprah Soulful podcast. Oh, she's she so just, relatable. She just had car- with her goddamn frozen pieces that she's never eaten. No, she Don't just literally Oprah. had. Uh, she's doing this whole Eckhart Tolle thing and she he was just talking about this about how you know we're right now in society we're playing hate against hate yeah it's it's really not we're, we're not really um we're not really explo- exposing uh what we truly are believing because we're hating so much right because we're not putting ourselves in others shoes right. we're not seeing uh other people for for what they've they are and what they've been exposed to. Yeah. So when you say, you know, she didn't know any better because she hasn't been shown any better. Right. And it is, I do think, our responsibility to give those people pause. Like, it's not different. So I grew up in a town in Muskegon that it has been on the map as one of the 10 most segregated cities in America, right? There's literally a highway called Seaway Drive that separates the yeah. two, the white community from the black community. Wow. And when I go home and I see this, these, this just racial divide and all of the, it's so tumultuous and it's so angry, it's so heated, and it's just like on the brink of this like terrible you know, outbreak of, of possibly like a civil war or whatever, um, I get really frustrated because I live in a bubble. I lived in New York, I live in Los Angeles, and I live in this very mm-hmm. liberal bubble where I'm like jarred by that reality. I'm like, God, how are you guys still living like this? I feel very judgmental when I go home. I'm like, you guys are in the fucking dark ages. Right. Like, get with it. But then I look, I'm like, these people have the exposure and the experience that they do. This is what they know. And they're all really afraid on both sides. And and fear is a very difficult emotion to let anything else other than anger break through because anger is the armor that covers fear, right? So, oh my God. Harley, where's your TED Talk, by the way? <laughs> um, why are you on Oprah's Soulful Podcast? Oh my God, oh my God I want to be on Oprah. The first musical TED Talk. Oh my God. Oh my How does that God. work? It's like a one-woman show that's a TED Talk and then you sing. I mean, fine, produce it. Yeah, okay, done. It's a horrible done. idea. Okay, no, I think it's amazing. The first ever Shut musical up. TED Talk. Shut up, we're doing it. Um, the only thing I want to say about the live on musicals, you know, uh, and I'm a proponent of get the best actor for the job, and that's why the whole Scarlett Johansson playing okay. the trans Angel character. Angel, I, I just, I have, that was, that was that, what, that's, that's what thing. did it for me. That oh, did it for that me. that pissed me off. Right. Uh, that was my one okay. critique. And I got a lot of hate email because I said Scarlett should have done it because the movie was going to get told and she was the best actress, or find me another A-list or trans actor, which they're not there right now. We have a lot of work to do, and I get that. But the best actor for the job should be, it's called acting. The best singer-performer should have been cast in Rent Live. It is a very exactly. difficult stunt role. casting. It's a it was stunt casting. It's a very complicated role. She has to sing high. She has to play those drums. She, has she to is rap. Angel is the heart and soul and of I'm Rent. And I'm not just right? talking about Angel either. No, but Angel is the heart and soul of Rent. That is she yes, really she's yes. what brings them together. She's what like keeps them together yeah. even after yes, her passing and totally. so that is such an important character oh and I for me like I felt very let down by that just because I was uh, like it was it felt, casting for somebody that's known it to felt not irresponsible like I know that Thank sounds you. that sounds almost like really elitist but it felt irresponsible to be like you oh, didn't yeah. take care of this character and you should Jonathan have. Larson would have said no in two seconds I mean no, I, when I, I thought it, I, I thought that they knew something that I didn't know because I was like first of all how do you know that she has this talent and then I mean I obviously they had She's her audition a huge 
following. Uh, no, 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 I know. She has over 1.2 million followers on Instagram right, alone. This actually put a and she's a fierce queen. I'm career. not taking yeah. away but from her actual disgusting. talent. I'm just saying she, did, she wasn't I'm not going to go do a modeling contest tomorrow. But this, neither am I. But this kind so, of shit, stay in your lane. This kind of shit has to stop. It does, you right. don't, when you don't have heart... I'm not saying that she doesn't have heart. I'm sure that well, she's. No, 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 scientifically, no, no, no. Proven, there's no that. heart. No, there. no, no. Let's let's. We, yeah, because we don't know her. I'm. But what I I'm think she tried. Is, I think I'm she really tried. I just don't you, think it was at par of a level that should have been. Where I just, I just don't think it was good enough. I, listen, listen. <laughs> That's just like, my opinion. Coming from, I like. I'm a. Be best. I'm a veteran. You're a. You're a veteran. <laughs> we spent years and years and years uh, trying to perfect a craft so that we can be the best we can possibly be for people who spend $300 for a yeah, seat. Right. Yep, yep. Well, that's the thing. You guys, this isn't a participation sport. Broadway is not a yeah. fucking participation sport. You don't get a ribbon for showing up and trying really it's hard. hard. That's not what this work. industry is. It is about being the best. Like, I'm sorry yeah. to say that because I know everybody wants to be like, well, isn't trying half the battle? No, no it no. isn't. Not it's in not. an industry where you have to perform live, where you're singing and you're dancing yeah. and you have years of training. And you're and against and 10 other people that look just like you. You do not she get a have gold star for trying false, hard. She, she didn't have the falsetto. She didn't have the vibrato. But she even the have, chemistry. She didn't have... She didn't oh. have the pitch. I was just mad about the flat, like the. It was I, awful. I was just mad. <laughs> it was so I was awful. mad, and I love Valentina. I'm a huge Valentina fan Me outside too. of this. And like, what I, she does. Yeah, I re I mean, I really do. She's a fierce queen. Yeah. She's fucking beautiful. But I. This is what I wanted to say on Facebook. No. But I just couldn't say it. Okay, real fast. Couldn't say it. Uh, but oddly, I feel safe saying it here. Say it. It's <laughs> on the rocks. But we're known for talking. And see, your fans get to see you in a different light. They get to hear this kind of conversation yeah. that we should be having. Instead of attacking each other on Facebook, this is what should right, be happening. Right. Yeah, I think that's probably why is because on Facebook, if I say something, I know that it's just going to be an endless myriad of like odd opinions that never get interpreted correctly right, because right, right, nobody right. Uh, uh, people see and some different people have things. Too much time, by the when way. you're reading something, they see like they just pull out what. The, well, and there's the such a fine line out. between perception and intention. Yeah. Totally. And it just it gets so fucking like muddled. I, I, come, something, I, I honestly right. come from love, and I don't right. mean Valentina. But anybody any that actually knows, you knows that there's not a mean bone in your body. No, there really isn't. So I, I'm not. I'm coming from love, but. I just find it's just so frustrating when we live in such a very competitive world. Yeah. When there are people out there working their asses yeah. off who really deserve a shot, someone, maybe because they don't have one point one million followers yeah, you on choose Instagram. Choose someone simply because they have over. But a there's also followers. the business side. Who's writing the check to say this is going to happen? And I get it too. And they have to listen. They need yeah. to make sure to ensure that they have ratings. And and I get it. But I I don't know. At the end of the day, was the compromise worth it? That's for them to answer. Oh. Yeah. You guys, this could be like a whole show. Carly <laughs> Jensen, whatever church you're starting, I'm a part of. The, call it the Bitches of Nazareth, yes. and I am in. Okay, a big shout out to our sponsor, Vista Grinda Resort, an oasis in the oasis of Palm Springs. 29 rooms over one acre of land with rooms ranging from yes. 250 square feet to the luxurious full apartment that I stay in when I visit. Two pools, a lagoon, and a waterfall. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner served to you and you get to meet people from all over. Uh, it's an amazing resort. There's even a steam room where you can meet the other guests. I yes! I've never been to Palm Springs. You haven't? No, can you believe oh my that? God. Girl. I know, and I'm like. We're taking you to Palm Springs. <laughs> oh, yes. I want to 
to go so bad. I like everybody John, keeps telling me, like, John, how have you never been to Paris? We're going to do an on the rocks. Kurt, pack your bags. Anyway, go to VistaGrandeResort.com to book your stay. Okay. Uh, Los Angeles Blade. Thank you to the Los Angeles Blade. I was named runner-up as Best of LA local TV personality. Yes. I'm runner-up to James Corden, by the way. Yes, girl. So I have a huge problem I know, with this. I know, I know. So if uh, if he gets pushed down the stairs, I have to assume my duties as Best of uh, Queen. I, I don't understand it's it. It's LGBT and allies, so he's James Corden. No. I just think uh, we should be put in a different position. I mean. Yes, why? Why? There's no. He's another one people love to hate. I hear no, people no, no, hate I on love, him I've all the time. I love him. Really? Him. Oh, I hear people like hate on him all the time, oh, and I'm like, why? I think he's kind of quirky no, and fun. No, I love yeah. James Corden, but here's he my problem. He doesn't try to be anything. He just is. The title was Best LGBT right. Personality. Right. And you're not gay. It you're changed because it was Best of LA, and then they added Best of LA LGBT. Uh, but, Semantics. Yeah. But it's a gay magazine. I know what they were doing. They because they put local people. I mean, how no, am I going to be on the same another, level as James it's an, Gordon? It's the same situation though, where they're trying. But they thought to draw that maybe in. the studio would have thrown money, or he would have shown up. Anyway, uh, okay. Anyway, but show you. No. I, I was, uh, can you hear this? I wasn't even there. Yes. Can you hear this? All right, theater hands. Since we're talking about musical theater, if you are in Southern California, run, don't walk. Tickets are selling out for Sweeney Todd at South Coast Rep in Orange County. Love this Sweeney is the Todd. oh my god. This is the seventh time uh, that South Coast Rep has produced a Stephen Sondheim musical. I this production is done. That was my audition for Chapman University. Except I did an original key. We're trying uh, to show uh, off in oh, front of Carly. But. E flat. Uh, it's done with 11 amazing actors. Um, it's a diverse cast, um, so I cannot. I'm actually going to see it on Thursday. It runs until Starring February Valentina. 16th. Yeah, right. <laughs> As the beggar woman. As, a, <laughs> As Sweeney Todd. Arms for my career. Uh, anyway, go to scr.org to get your tickets. I will share uh, more next week after uh, I see it. Uh, our website has been updated. You don't need to go anywhere else to find the show. On the Rocks Radio Show.com. You can see all the videos uh, you can listen to it at the gym on the car mama rose is in the chat room on, on the car on the car anytime you're on your car, car just doing like Uber, a white snake video moment just put like it on you in said the background you were in the broadway Yes, in, in the, the Broadway, Broadway on Hairspray. I packed that in the beginning oh too, and I was like, I was inside it. Like, Fake news, you guys. He no, when I in you. when I go, <laughs> uh, that was last week. Is that racial um, appropriation? Yeah. I never uh, know anymore. Right? Uh, but when Uber says you can sit up front, I'm like, no, bitch, I'm sitting on the roof. Uh, Mama Rose is in the chat room on UBNGo.com and Facebook. Ask her a question. She's done her research. Uh, if it's yes, a burning question, she will ask it uh, to me, and I'll announce it on the air. Uh, Kurt, you know, uh, real fast, do you have your pun? This is Kurt's spotlight. Got to give straight people some time in the theater. Yeah, <laughs> come on. Real fast, Kurt. Per uh, pun. Okay. okay, so my wife asked me to wear a skirt. Um, I must admit I killed it. Oh, God. Uh, Sorry. Do you have a wife, though? Yes. Okay, good. They have such <laughs> Otherwise, that got really sad. Well, no, I just, I was curious. You know, because it's always like you tell jokes amazing. first person. No, no, no. Kurt's wife is amazing. They do Harry Potter role play in the bedroom. Oh, some cosplay. Yes. <laughs> there was one are you a Ron or are you Harry? Oh, he's pretty Harry. I, I am a Weasley, yes. Oh, you're a Weasley. I, that's okay. He's such a I figured, Weasley. I Which is great because he always he always has my back. There was one night that we uh, partied too much in the green room and I had to crash at, at his house with his wife. And she's like, what the holy hell? Oh, welcome to our abode. <laughs> Here's your wand. They literally gave me a wand to hold. Anyway, yes. oh, that sounded weird, by the way. Like us on Twitter and Instagram. 
Instagram at On The Rocks On Air, Facebook On The Rocks Radio Show. Send me an email. Book me for a wedding, funeral, quinceanera, bris. I don't care. I will show up. Info at OnTheRocksRadioShow.com. I'm going to get through this real fast. Uh, Glitter Bomb, we're not going to go through the whole thing. Glitter Bomb is on TV, uh, over uh, broadcasting over 22 million homes. That's a show that I'm co-hosting. Go to LATV.com slash Glitter Bomb to find out what channel we are. We don't need to do the whole thing. Want to join On The Rocks On The Road Wednesday, February 6th. I'm guest judge for Spotlight, the drag competition in Palm Springs at Hunter's at 8.30 p.m. with the fabulous Rusty Waters. I get to be a drag race judge, only funny. February 17th, I am a judge uh, for the United States of America beauty pageants in Las Vegas. Toddler teens, Miss, Ms., and Mrs., if they're doing all of the age ranges. Can I just follow you around? Because all of those I'm things are up my alley. I told them, I'm like, you know, I'm going to be an honest judge. I'm not going to be like, great oh tan. Gonna I'm going to be, be like, worst. are you fried? Do you Your flipper sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, so if, if you're, you're in like, Vegas, I see your lace front. I see yours. I'll be like, like touche. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'll be in Vegas uh, on February 17th. So come to the yes. pageant or let's hang out. Send me a message. Let me formally introduce our cast for the night. I'm going to do an abridged version. Ryan, you've been here so many times. We haven't even been introduced yet. I, I know. I know. Uh, Ryan's talents are, are design, acting. Uh, he's designed for such notable uh, clients as Elton John, Elizabeth Taylor, Tom Ford, Gucci, several others. He started his career as a lead performer in Broadway musicals, touring all 50 U.S. states and worldwide. He has authored a novel that he's currently editing. He's a contributing writer for Huffington Post. Uh, his work as an interior designer was seen on Shaw's Sunset, uh, making over our good friend, what well, your good friend and my good acquaintance, Mercedes M.J. Javid. Uh, most recently, Ryan hosted his own radio show on Channel Q, uh, produced by Entercom. Uh, uh, look for a possible duet cabaret oh, show. Anyway, welcome this. Ryan Black. Just kidding. Yay! <laughs> that was an abridged version? Yes. Well, You're so generous. You guys, I'm really... Amazing. Like, that conversation we just had was was pretty damn good. Uh, Carly Gibson, been waiting and waiting for this moment. Carly Gibson yeah. can be seen in season one and two of The Guest Book. She had two series airing back to back. The number one new cable comedy of 2017, The Guest Book by Greg Garcia, My Name is Earl, and Raising Hope, of course, on TBS. And the 100% Rotten Tomatoes scored season two of One Mississippi by Tig Notaro, who we love on Amazon. She has starred on Broadway in Cry Baby as Pepper, Hairspray uh, as Tracy Turnblad. In the national tour, she originated the role, uh, the role on the national tour, then came back to Broadway to do it for two years. Yes, Queen. She co-starred for you locals at Rockwell in Scream with uh, Modern Family Sarah Hyland. She released her debut e uh, EP, Best of Me, which you guys, uh, you can hear clips on YouTube. We're actually going to end the show by listening to the track. It's such a departure uh. of what you've heard from her from the musicals. You guys, it is a listen, and uh, it's on iTunes. Um, and of course, you can hear her on the original soundtrack, uh, or original cast albums, or you can't say soundtrack, Cry Baby. We've you can't waited say and waited. Oh, right. Yeah, and she is here. Welcome, Carly Gibson! You guys, that, that Carly, we, we, we got so many questions for you, and I, I want to say we're going to ask Fair Carly enough. some of the different questions because you can go on YouTube and see her other interviews where she answers all the same questions. That's not what we do here. Um, so, so. Sometimes I do get interview questions where I'm like, have you ever looked up any other interviews to see if this question's been asked before? Or did you just copy and paste those? Oh. Well, but but sometimes <laughs> as an interviewer, like I have not your viewers either. should like they should be able to like click in to like just get the basis covered. Right. For right. But that's not what we do here. Um, I just gave you her resume. So I want to talk about um, and we got this from a young actress on the CW. Okay. She wants to know, uh, you kind of were pulled at such a young age, at the age of 16. Here you are doing a national tour of a role that everybody has seen and lauded on Broadway. Hairspray hit the scene with such this energy, which I love this energy because it was positive. It, sh it gave the message. 
under this whole exuberant, high schools were doing it all over the place. Mm. Uh, mainstream audiences were coming to see this message and they didn't realize the messages that were actually coming through. You being so young, having to take this role on a national tour, by the way, um, how did your young self even comprehend that? I can't even imagine. And what was the audition like? I didn't comprehend it, to be honest. And it's it's actually, um, it's really funny because I first got the call. I had done, um, I'd done a regional theater of a, of a world premiere show. Crash Nation. Called Crash Nation, yep. And it was written by three gentlemen from New York, Bill Castellino, Bill Whitefield, and um, Christopher McGovern. And it was very irreverent, irreverent. It was like eight kids. It was like Rent meets Stomp meets Schoolhouse Rock. But it was and like. 13, that movie. Did you remember that movie? Yes, 13? yes, yeah. yes. And it was like, it was like eight kids, four boys, four girls all the ages of 16 to 21 and we dealt with like losing your virginity and coming out and the Columbine murders and suicide and abortion and like all of these really Light difficult just, <laughs> just a sensible show to bring out grandmother to and um <laughs> And uh, and and so you know it was like this. It had a lot of hype around it, and we got extended through the whole summer. And we were being paid. It was like the time of my life. Yeah. And I met some of my lifelong friends. And so um, during that is when the, uh, they were talking about moving the show to New York, and um, not with us, but just in general. So this agent had come and seen it. And so later on that fall, I got a call um, from. I was at school, and I remember my mom like showed up at the school. It was like very dramatic, and I had thought like somebody had died because I had lost like six people that year. It was like really strange and so I was like ah, fuck who died and so my mom comes <laughs> in and like this is how naive she like, comes in and she's like Broadway called so like we thought it was like a headquarters <laughs> that, like, Broadway called Broadway Broadway it's like Corky from Wayne from Government we're going to Broadway exactly that I love your mom and I was like I was like um okay and so you know we just thought <laughs> like like it was like a corporation <laughs> like a headquarters they were, they were like hello is this uh, the home of Polly Gibson we'd like to offer for her role on Broadway. <laughs> Pack your bags, kid. You're gonna be great. And so, um, and so I was like, yes, obviously that, um, very oh that. God. And so we called them back, and of course. Um, in fact, when he uh, when we called, we okay. asked for hairspray. It was a whole dumb thing. It was we were actually calling Brett Adams' agency, and so, anyways, long story short, um, they were like, "Yes, uh, we saw you in the show this summer, and there's this new show coming out. They're doing workshops of it right now, but we think you'd be really right for it. Would you be interested in coming?" And I was like, "Yeah, now." And they were like, "No, no, no have a seat. Have several. Um, not yet. Um, you know, we'll let you know." And so, of course, I went back. I told everybody. It was like very exciting, and then I got the word that they were like, "They're like two months later." And I was trying to figure out if I was like going to go to college, although high school was kind of kicking my ass. So I had like 81 absent yeah. like days my senior year of high school. And school's not for everybody, and oh, it's okay. I just I would I was there was like no world where I was going to take college like that wasn't a thing. <laughs> and so um, so I I got the call. They were like they're going to um, they're going to use the girl they've been using in the workshops, Marissa. But there it's the show's going to be a hit. They know it. There's probably going to be talk of a tour, and that was like all I needed to hear. So I threw a fake graduation party. <laughs> myself I told everyone in my family I was taking these correspondence classes I was not oh um, and that I was going to graduate early and I threw a party and I took that money for my graduation oh. party and I moved to New York City with it <laughs> oh it's very God. diabolical have like, any of them I, asked for their money back they're like remember that card I gave you with five dollars I mean oh. yeah exactly they're like um I was like well I did use it and put it to good use so I went to New York I moved in with a friend of mine who I'd met doing Crash Nation the year before um and he was he had just graduated his name is Leonard and lovely Wait, so how old were you I was I was seventeen. Yeah, yeah. That's when I went so, to New York. I was yeah. seventeen too. But what seventeen-year-old nowadays has that chutzpah? Has that? But it wasn't. It was naivety, and in, in the best way, though. Yeah, like it was. Wow. I didn't know. Like outside of my mom being like, "I watched Law and Order." Like, gung gung. 
like you can't go because rape is around every corner. Um, and I was like, that's fine. Um, but I, I just, I don't know. It was, it, it was silly, and it was there was it was not. It didn't make a lot of sense, and I didn't have the logistics figured out. But it was just that drive that like I know I meant to do this, and I don't care, and I'm going, and I don't care if anybody thinks it's a bad idea, and wasn't really looking for anyone's permission. And my mom kind of knew she couldn't stop me. Like yeah. it just so all she could do was try to help me at that point because she was like, "Well, you're going. You can't beat him. Join him." So, um, so I moved in with Leonard, and then I got the call to go in and audition for the tour. And I had about ten auditions over about. They can't do this too anymore, but over about seven months period of time. Now they have to start paying you for Ugh. auditions, which is I think is very oh, I smart. I didn't know that. Yeah. After, if when you're did that going change? up, yeah, because if you can't make up your but fucking when did that mind, change? if you're going, yeah, like five or six years ago, if you're going for a lead role and they I ask you that. to come in after three or four no, times, no. they have to start paying you. Brilliant. Which Shows you how great. many lead roles I'm up for. Because yeah. you should make up your mind. <laughs> you should make up your mind. And well, here's the thing. I got it with yeah, me. Yeah, but this this show they had were trying some to heft. vet me as well to be like, I mean, yep. they were like, is this a fluke? Can she really carry this show? Yeah, like, is she gonna be able to handle this? Because the longest run I'd ever done up in that point was like playing Adelaide over the weekend in high school and guys and dolls. I would I love got to see right that. <laughs> there is ta- there is video of it. I was gonna say tape. It is a tape. Um, well, <laughs> well, what it's a funny you segue. mentioned that because I got yeah. an idea. We got it. The original Johnny. cast of Guys and Dolls. <laughs> Johnny, play the clip. We're in LA right now. Match it. Um, so yeah. So then it was um, it was later that spring, and I finally got the call. It came down to four of us. It was myself, Kayla Settle, Kathy Breyer, and Shannon. Kayla Settle was, was up. She for was my two? understudy on the on the first national. What was your? What was your are you first friends with her? Audition. We song? are friends. Shh, okay, then I won't say anything. No, yeah, I mean you. You can speak your piece. That was not. It, it was not good. In Rent, it wasn't good. Mm. Anyway, <coughs> I listen. What, what was your first? Oh my god! I would never attempt song. that solo. Um, oh, you sang all songs from the show. We sang like I mean, we had to sing all the Tracy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't get to audition. This is with not your own normal. Piece? This is not normal. What happened to you? No, it's not. It's not. It's normal. not normal at all. And I finally got the call that. So basically, we knew the four of us were going to go somewhere. We just didn't know exactly where. And so. Um, so, because we knew Marissa was leaving the show and that they were looking for a new Tracy on Broadway and an understudy and then a tour Tracy and an understudy. Uh-huh. So we knew we were all going somewhere. And then I got the call that I was going to be originating the tour. Kayla was going with me. And then uh, Kathy Breyer was going to take over for Marissa. Shannon Durga was going to become her understudy. So then I went out on the road. And listen, again, there's, there's nothing that prepares you. Yeah. Like, it's just... I don't know. I just went into it and I was like, I, I I learned it and I did it. And then it wasn't until we were about like a month or two into it that I was like, well, I'm really tired. I have to keep doing this for a whole other year. And it just started to be like, I, know, I don't know. That and that feeling. made me sad and that made me upset with myself. I had a lot of guilt feelings about being like, I'm kind of over it. Like, No, it, I can I just can I interject just for a second? Yes, of course. I, I, I can relate to you so hard right now and I didn't even have as much responsibility. You played Tracy and Hairspray? No, no, no. Oh. But even in my shows, in in it, it, I, I didn't, I, I played two lead characters, but I didn't have nearly as much to do as you did in your show but touring is exhausting it's exhausting but your only day off you're usually traveling it's exhausting but here's also the thing it's not only is it exhausting it's it's exhausting to do it on broadway in a sit down yeah 
I mean, it, it is. But it's so lonely, too. It yes, is you lonely. Make, it's very you make isolating. your family with who you're traveling yeah. with, but at the same time, you're traveling, you're traveling. You don't actually get to enjoy the city that you're in. No, because no. you kind of keep, you know, you can't lose your voice. You can't get sick. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't, the thing that I love the most about my life now is, like, if I hear somebody cough from, like, a spitz throw away, I used to be like, oh, oh uh, who's yeah. fucking sick? Like, and, you know, you're just, like, a crazy person. And, yeah. and now... You, you know, it's just, it's a very, it's just like a very different freeing experience. But so it was, it was tough. I, I just dealing with those feelings of being like, and also I kind of expected when my dream came true for my life to change yeah, in right. this really yep. magnificent way. And it kind of didn't. And yep. that was also a big realization. It was just a lot of growing up. That experience for me yeah. was hard knocks because I I just had to go through it. And then I got pulled off of the road about uh, six months in. We were in Denver and I found out that Kathy was leaving the show and that they were, and then Harvey was leaving the show. And they were worried, like, Harvey's the heart and soul. What are we going to do? And so they were bringing in Michael McKeon and they wanted to they wanted to bring Which me I in. I love him. Oh, I love him too. Yeah, love and him they so wanted much. to completely, like, go clean they stopped yep. the show for a couple days they cleaned the whole show wow. up and then they reopened it with a whole new that's how I got my New York review they reinvited wow. the press it was like a whole that's thing that's smart by the way it was like a whole revamp because they were like we need to put some fresh air in here yeah. because they were terrified because Harvey was the heart and soul of that. I mean he what was what were those nervous like though when it's like oh you want to hear the best I didn't yeah, know yeah. what to be scared of like I'll never forget it was like oh, oh opening I night I was actually at the closing night with Harvey Oh, were you? I totally so that forgot. Was, I was there that so night. I just Did you go to the party? I didn't go to a party. I was coked out of my mind at that party. This is back oh. when I was a very bad girl. Oh this is God. also like a whole different side of like, yeah, because that was all the thing too. Like when Good I got morning, Baltimore. You know, you know who my, the first contract I ever got was a singer on Celebrity Cruises and my co-lead was Corey Reynolds. Oh, sure. I love Corey. Yeah. It's the best. Real fast. Who played uh, seaweed? Carly, from the chat room, uh, who was your very first inspiration? Oh, Jesus. Like, ever, ever? I mean, early, early days, I watched a lot of SNL. Um, oh. Gilda Radner, um, Lucille Ball. Um, yes. How old are you, I, girl? <laughs> I know. I'm a thousand. Um, You're ageless. No, I, um, Audrey Hepburn. I loved just how regal and sort of understated she yeah. was, but just powerful. Well, you've channeled um, in the guest book, yeah. Oh, very yes, <laughs> yes. I'm very much giving you nothing but you Audrey got a, You got an old soul, girl. Um, but yeah, uh, Chris Farley, I loved, I loved big, um, sort of, you know, I mean, especially with just physical comedy. So I mean, housekeeping, <laughs> housekeeping. um, but yeah, um, just anybody, honestly, who, I mean, my fa my favorite movie, I remember when I was, I was like five years old or six years old, so like in the first grade and they ask you like, you know, you're doing your show and tell are like, what's your favorite movie? And I was like, the color purple. That was my favorite movie as a child. I mean, it's that's so like uplifting. a real thing. No, it, it was, really is actually. but I was so inspired by just storytelling and performances and things it's that the story, cause as like, we don't know that that's not our story. Right. right. Until somebody tells us, yeah. well, that's not your story. I no. just loved it. It was gospel music and 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 the sisters. And of course, as you get older, you're like, wow, that, shit, that was really fucking dark. And like, <laughs> there's some shit going on here. <laughs> and I'm sorry to everyone. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's fun. Like, I just didn't know to be afraid. We this at is our probably 
better. Well, it is better. I mean, mm -hmm. I'll tell you, I miss that fearlessness. I remember on our opening well, fear, night, we as Oprah says is the main. I mean, thing it is that stops people. It is. It absolutely is. I mean, I just I had no knowledge of the industry whatsoever. Our opening night, somebody was like, "Ben Brantley's here," and I was like, "Oh, is that your uncle?" Like, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't know who anybody was. But that was sort of the charm, I think, if in a, in a very hubris way, if I can say, like, I think about me at the time was that like I didn't play into. I didn't know who Patti Lapone is. I didn't grow up with theater. I grew up with rock and roll, yeah. and so those were sort of my influences. I fell into musical theater sort of naturally because there were no openings for like a two and a half foot lead singer of a rock and roll band at the time. <laughs> and so I just fell into musical theater by proxy, but I was never really like entrenched in it in that way. And so I just didn't know this world, but I just thought it was so cool. And yeah. of course, you know, having this experience, I learned so much. And But I, I will say it was when I was on tour is when I started getting panic attacks. Now, I'd never heard of that word before, right? I, I never, I didn't know what that was. I had no knowledge of it and I'll never forget. And to this day, and I talked to my, my therapist that I've had for 15 years. Um, Our apologies. Who, who got <laughs> She's amazing. We're still together. She got me through my drug problem, all the things. But like, um, I was like... <laughs> Oh, and here I am, like, I'm like, what drinks tell you shall No, 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 I'm not have? sober. I just don't do coke anymore. Oh. Um, <laughs> which means I'm also not a lesbian anymore. Coke made me such a lesbian. I don't, I don't know. Oh. I just did. <laughs> um, and so, <laughs> he knows. Oh. Um, oh, I thought he was a lesbian. <laughs> He's wearing a sweater. I didn't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just, uh, it's, it, it, I miss... I miss being fearless and it's really hard as you get older and you experience mm -hmm. loss and disappointment and mm -hmm. you become tarnished and, and criticism and, yeah, yeah and, and everything everything you know <laughs> you actually and, get to learn we have shows that are canceled and there's all these ups and downs yeah. you know and and it's it's not even so much that I don't give a shit about the sort of exterior judgment it's my own judgment that I deal with the most that that hits me harder than anything like there's nothing anybody could say or think about me that I haven't already thought and felt about myself mm -hmm. And so my relationship with myself is probably, I don't want to say it's tumultuous, like I've worked on it over the years, but that's thats the thats the hardest one. Like, I don't give a fuck if somebody's like, I didn't really like you in the guest book. I'm like, bitch, live your life. I don't give a fuck, like move along. <laughs> uh, be gone before somebody drops a house on you. Subjective like, I do not things care. Do, don't ever bother me. It's not that, it's like but I have fears of like letting people down. Yeah. Yeah. I don't ever want to let anybody yeah. down. So the moment there becomes pressure and expectation for me to do something or be something, yeah. I become like, you know, the, the best and worst day of my life always is when I book something. It's the best day and it's the worst day because it's the moment all of the what ifs. What if I let them down? What if I'm not good through. enough? What if yeah, I don't? Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, And then I had these irrational fears. Like I told, I told my publicist when we first met, they were like, I was like, I don't do well with like live interview stuff. I get very nervous and whatever. And they were like, really? And I was like, yeah. I mean, it's a real thing. I suffer from panic disorder really bad. And they were like, well, can I ask you like, what's your fear? And I was like, my fear is that like, I don't know, like I'm just going to like explode or something. And she was like, if you can explode on cue, that's actually, we could do something with that. Oh my God, we get so <laughs> many good ratings. She was like, we could actually work with that. So if you actually want to explode on camera, that's fine. Um, but yeah, it really comes down to that. But you've also oh, talked about very much that that also gave you like your discipline and your structure so that when you go to a TV set, we know a TV set, you're kind of on your own. Yeah. You know, they're like, okay, let's film this. Uh, let's get one take, two takes. Especially with TV, it's like, let's get it in as, as quick as we can. Yeah. Um, so you have to do a lot of your own work. You have to be disciplined on your own. Nobody tells you, hey, don't go out the night before. Doing a right, Broadway show. Right, right, Yeah, it's like you have call time, you have warm-ups, you have all that. Right. You know that you have to do that. Yeah. TV is like... 
helping do the best life. thing for my yeah, nerves TV is like <laughs> okay. yeah. yeah yeah you're so cute well it's weird too i mean the best thing for my nerves that i've found over the years is just to be prepared as possible mm. it helps me like <clears throat> and i I've, i'll never be the girl who can go in and wing it i'll make myself crazy whatever i have to do to just like have everything down but that's that theater background you know yeah. what i mean because I remember when when I the, my first day on set at the guest book and I was very nervous. Of course, I was like, and I I was okay until I got on set and I saw all these different cameras and all these people with all these different jobs and everything was pointed at me and I thought, oh my god, everybody's job right now exists solely on the fact that like I have to do what I was paid to do correctly. Yeah. But there's also and that nobody terrified there, like, the your shit out of me. Yeah. Saying, right. It's gonna be okay, you know, whatever. Yeah. It's lonely when that all it, it was and I was just like I would oh imagine my God, I'm, I'm living don't through you right fuck now. Fuck up. I was like, this is it. Like just I don't know. And and then what I was waiting for, which never happened and my my ex sort of um what I've heard from people is like you get more of this in film but I was waiting for the director to come over and be like, okay, so in this moment, we're really, oh, none that. of that. Nope. Just here's your mark and like try to, get, and try to get it in within this amount of time and like make sure you keep. Good luck. I was like, director will come oh over and be like, God. our cheese it uh, advertiser here, if you could eat a couple of cheese it's that, right. that, that'd like, be great. <laughs> and everybody loves There was no conversation. So I just learned, yeah. like in the very beginning, I was like, don't be problematic. Like just do your job and whatever. And then I was like, but as an I'm actor, you need ask. this. Like, Some yeah. directors will. Some directors will give you a little bit. Like yeah. the good ones. It depends. There's actors, directors, and then there's crew directors. And right. the crew directors yeah. are there for the shots. They're looking. They're yeah. dealing with the crew mostly. Yeah. And so, um, so yeah, it it was that was a very. I was like. But it was also very liberating because I never had that kind of freedom before. Theater is so micromanaged. Stand here because the light hits you and grab yeah. the prop and turn and this way. And do it the same every on this beat. single day. And it's so fucking micromanaged <laughs> but, that I was like... But you could also like that too because then you are taken care of and then you are... See, but I don't like that. Oh. I, see, I, don't, not, mm, I don't like I don't like people. I liked the freedom in television. I was like, oh, this is mine. It actually felt like I was fucking acting for once in my That's life. Yes. So stepping into <laughs> Tracy, it's like, you know... How did you make that role your own? Oh, and just real fast, I have to say, Daniel Stop fans, she is here. Uh, we are going to get to her interview. We're running a little bit behind, but she, she is in here. The house. She, she in the house. How did you make Tracy your own? Well, we were very fortunate that the creative, so Jack O'Brien and Jerry Mitchell and Mark Shaman and Scott Whitman, they were all Love very involved with the They're tour. They're all amazing Yes, men. and... Uh, just incredible men. And they were all very involved with the tour. And they were kind of looking at it with the approach of like, you know, we want to take what worked. And then there's a few things. Of course, anytime you make something, you look at it and you're like, oh, we should have, we could have, we, you know, or that joke could have been. So they did that with us. They gave us an opportunity to like quirk things and make it our own and really develop that. And they wanted that. They were like, we don't, we don't want your Tracy to be Marissa's Tracy. We want your yeah. Tracy to be your Tracy and what you bring to it. And I think what I brought to it was sort of that pluck out of obscurity in a small town being really yeah. young mm -hmm. and just sort of being bright-eyed and, and thrown into things because that was sort of what Tracy was. She didn't she didn't ask why. She asked why not, right? Yeah. And so That's exactly it. And she had that same energy which I think you bring to yeah. every role. You're like, okay, I'm doing this. I know in uh, in One Mississippi that was meant for uh, for like a black or a Latino uh, actor. The guest book. The, the, yes. the guest book. And you're like, no. I'm like, that would have got real interesting. Oh, real yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, in fact, yeah. can we take a look at uh, the guest book trailer on uh, TBS. Oh, here she comes. Tickles. Thinking of going to the beach, making a fresh start. I need a fresh start. I'm, I'm so going to be Vivian the new it's girl ridiculous. instead of Tickles the stripper. <laughs> Guys in the supply closet. Hi. I'm Tickles. I go the hell of a in the storage closet for 25. 30 if you want me to take off the carpal tunnel brace. 
Hello, I'm just here to pick up the keys to Bare Feet Retreat. Welcome to the Bare Feet Retreat. Kids, hey, we're going to the beach. It's a place where folks come to relax. Look at all that beauty. It's very nice out here too, you know. Yeah, but not as nice as this. Oh, look at that. Look at that. Every week, a new guest checks in. You asked me to come here and pretend to be your girlfriend. You don't know me. Halfway here, I could have pulled out a knife and robbed you. That's like a real possibility. I have a knife in my purse, and I've robbed people before. How much does the baby look like or not look like the father when it's born? Well, the other guy you had sex with, was he the same color as your fiance? According to the swatches of Lowe's, my fiance's a summer linen, and the other guy's a toasted coconut. Should be good for a while. They arrive with all their best. So you guys, uh, these stars come week after week. And so Carly, I have to know, as an actress, you know, you guys have established your structure and then you have these big names come in and it must be like, oh, so excited to meet them, but then we have to film. And I know you guys are like on, like on a two week where it's- Yeah, two yeah. episodes in two weeks, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a mini masterclass every single time yeah. somebody comes in. And of course, you're you're always a really big fan of their work and you're so interested to see and we work very quickly. It's one camera. Yeah, it's single cam. And so it's like, you know, it's just, it's, it's very, it's very interesting. But you know, Greg is just, I cannot, I cannot speak highly enough about working with Greg. He is one of the most like, he just gets it. He's like, he's that guy that's like, somehow they let me sneak in the back door. I don't even belong he's really here. Down to earth. Like they just let <laughs> yeah. me, you know what I mean? And he's never crossed. There's never tension. Like even when the suits are running around, they're like, we're over time. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, I'll be like to Greg. I'm like, Kurt's is everything? not wearing a suit, but he's already telling us we're <laughs> over time. <laughs> but like, he'll be, I'll be like, Greg, is everything okay? And he's like, it's fine. And then he'll like, we'll go play like the bottle game or whatever with his son. Like it's just, he's very, cool and very funny and 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 wonderful and so he creates this great atmosphere where everybody just feels really safe and and comfortable and everybody feels really equal and that was one of the things that meant everything to me coming yeah. into it because I of course was like I'm so out of my league what am I doing here that's Stocker Channing and I wanted to be like you make a fun of me Riz but like I didn't <laughs> I held it in I held it in I didn't say that I wanted to so bad um, but yeah just to like pretend that you're these people's peers is hysterical to me I'm just it, it'll never not it'll never not be like well, what am I doing I think that's here? how everyone feels though. everyone feels like a fraud on the inside yeah you know like yeah. we're all faking it yeah and that's probably because good, that's what we're it doing. challenges you to, to yeah. do better and yeah. to work harder but I have to tell you, you are such a heart of the guest book from season one to season two, and your poor boobs in the show. Oh my god! Season three, what's going to happen? Like you don't have any more boobs <laughs> yeah. for them to. And, well, she got shot in the same one twice, so and I don't know. The Marlin on the side, uh, just unbelievable. I'm such a fan of how you as an actress fill whatever you're doing from Hairspray, which you guys can see so many YouTube clips of her <laughs> doing Hairspray. So we're not going to play that uh, from TV. One Mississippi. Uh, the guest book, which we got to see a little bit of, you really fill out every space you're in, even tonight here. I, I could talk to you for three hours. I want to take uh, a peek at you at Rockwell, which uh, if you guys live in Southern California, Rockwell is the small intimate space that does musicals that are unbelievable. I want to show you how Carly brings this big talent to a small space and owns it and makes it uh, believable and... Well, what's this gonna be? Oh, sure. Love it. Strumming my pain.
What I love is, like, you command the stage and this voice, which is such a great uh, partnership of musical theater and, like, pop. And we're going to uh, we're gonna end the show uh, uh, with, with a track of, from one of your uh, CDs. This has to be part one of a two-parter, Carly. Well, here's we the thing. Even, I like, just want to put a tiny disclaimer about this album. I recorded this almost nine years ago. It was my first shot at songwriting, and I sort of produced it on my own. I would... The, uh, it's it's rough. It's from my heart. It's like it's what I. But this song in particular was like the heart and soul of of what uh, the album was about. But we're we're thinking about doing another one. I don't know. I've been I've yeah. been itching. I don't sing anymore, do and it's it, so funny do because it, do so so this is a Wait, big question. What? I don't sing anymore. This I is a big question. Years before we get to our rapid fire. You this should, is, this you is should. our last big question I have for you. Wait, you have to. Start I know. I miss it. I'm thinking. About is it. there a struggle it's... between your music career? And your TV film career right now, yes, a little bit. I think I'm 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 a big believer in like you have to put 100 percent into something to have success from it. And yeah. if you only put 10 percent of yourself in different pots all over the place, then that's what you're going to get back. And so I've put a lot of my focus and time and energy into the TV world since I've been out here. But my singing has taken has been on such a back burner, and it didn't really bother me until we were on set one day and we were talking about music or whatever. And Jimmy Tatro, who plays the, who plays Bodie, says to me, he goes, Oh. Oh, you sing? And I was like, that used to be the thing I yeah. was known for. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. there, though, that was so like. Did you feel like you weren't ready? Like it, what to sing? Like if he would have said, "Oh, we're going to give you a song right now." No, it wasn't that. It was, it was just, just the idea that like I had been separated it from so long mm -hmm. that there could be a world that people didn't know that I did yeah. that. And I thought, oh, that it's been too long. Oh, we like, need to be. We need to. I'm like, like, it's been too long. We need to go and have lunch it's time it's time to bring her back like she's ready to come back am I invited my name's on the goddamn banner <laughs> <laughs> let's go no we but, should but all but go I to lunch. that um, a lot you know uh, from singer actors it's yeah. like then what do you do like Carly Hughes uh, yeah you know from from Broadway it's hard because there's no that. world where I'm like I don't really want to be a recording artist that's where yeah. it gets into this sort of like what do you decide you want to do right because if I'm if I was going to do that I'd need to put my focus into that right but I, I, it was so like, it's hard so it's weird. like so Lady Gaga which I thought her performance in A Star is Boring was A Star is Fine don't even okay but here's the thing is that she focused on music because <laughs> she wasn't getting acting roles and she's very honest and open about it uh -huh. was that you know she did both yeah. and nobody was really paying attention to her acting she couldn't get roles and she so was she, like 20 but, but she focused <laughs> on her music and now she's that now she's getting back into the movies it's such this weird dichotomy now yeah. because you can't just be one thing it's you Sophie's choice man actor. like it's yeah. it sucks but sometimes it is a little bit and it's always so interesting too when people are like oh now you're trying to do this and you're like bitch don't call to come back like yeah. she's been here for years like uh, absolutely not it's yeah. so interesting to me you guys 
We have to do people part two. Because with, with people want to put yes. you in a box. Sorry. Yeah. We, ha- we have to keep talking. Cancel Danielle. Your reviews. Review. <laughs> we have Bravo TV that's up my ass right now. And Kurt no, I've never wanted to talk play. to someone more than I actually. You have to play one thing. You're the most interesting guest he's ever put in front of me. Oh. Is this your first time? Or? <laughs> Wouldn't that be terrible? <laughs> no, this, like, is like this is like my 19th time. Oh, I, I no, I no shade to, say, to all those this, other. This conversation is just so natural and it's so exciting. Um, I think we need another episode. Yes. Of I'm just down. Us. Yeah. Let's do you it. know I'd come back. We're, we're going to do that. Um, we're going to end the show with rapid fire. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. Uh, I, mean, uh, I don't know what that means, but like, I'll take you it. You have I'll to take answer it, five questions. Just, take it on the just chin like a lady. Musical theater audition song you wish would just retire... One that people sh- just like shouldn't do. Like you're like, ugh. Oh, um, what's that song from Wild Part? Life of the Party. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Most embarrassing song on your playlist. So much judgment. Embarrassing song. Oh, um, Abba, take a chance on me. Take a chance, take a chance. Mine is Mbop, and I have ten reeks. Oh my god. Every time Take a Chance on Me comes back, I'm always like, I try to turn it down. I don't know why I feel so like people are gonna be like, I'm always like, oh no. It's probably a disco song for me. After a day of filming, what is your personal ritual? Like, you're done filming. Drink a Coke and smoke a cigarette. Really? Yeah, have a Coca-Cola. You smoke as a cigarette? Yeah, I smoke cigarettes. Yeah, okay. No judgment. We gotta talk, girl. <laughs> Coca-Cola's my jam. I know. And I'll have a cigarette. Don't judge me. As a Don't singer. lower the key. It's fine. <clears throat> Broadway <laughs> musical, you what could go you? back in time and originate the role, male or female. Which one would it be? Good question. Hairspray. Really? I'd have won the Tony. I won the Tony. But no other Broadway oh, no, musical she wanted from, to, like, the, from the beginning of Hairspray. Yeah. She's, she's saying. I would no, originate no, no, it. I, I get it. I mean, I I'm going to try to take shit away from her, so you asked me a question. Yeah. God, I love her so much. How do you... Uh, um, <laughs> who is your celebrity crush that you would want to sign your guest book? Sorry. It's gonna be somebody that you you're gonna be like what? Uh, no. John Stewart. I, I thought John Stewart so was sexy in the he's faculty. So smart. He's, he's so sexy. He's so politically charged. I love him. Or Bill Maher. I know I, I have daddy Ugh. issues. No. Like I don't want to talk about it. Uh, no. I love him. Have you ever been to a club where he is? No, but You'd be instantly turned off. Aww. All right, and you guys. And you notice you're you're too light for his type. I know. He has a type. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not it. You guys, we haven't even talked. I have. Two other pages of questions. Please promise you're going to come back. I promise. I swear. I promise. Yay. Will you come back? Right. Yeah. Will you drive right. from Wingo? I'm a whore. <laughs> and Kurt, thank you so much. You guys stay tuned. Thanks, Kurt. When we come back, we have OG Bravo TV, oh new uh, <laughs> Real Housewife of New Jersey. Danielle Staub is here. Yes. And I'm telling you, she has some tea to spill. She wasn't invited to Andy Cohen's uh, baby shower, but oh, she sure showed up, and she's, yes, here, and she's here to talk to us. Yes. Stay tuned. We're going to exit the show by listening to uh, Carly Gibson's CD, which you guys have to download, and we're listening to I Remember You from Best of Me. Bye, y'all.
All right, you guys, and we are back with powerhouse bitches who kick ass on TV. This is the theme of our night. Our second half of our night, I can't even begin to tell you, I've been preparing for this from season one of Real Housewives of New Jersey. You guys, Danielle Staub is here, one of the original, one of the OG Bravo TV Housewives of New Jersey, is back and rejoicing in new beginnings. Still causing some shit stirring, though. I will tell you, I have been watching this season. As a proud mother, actress, and author, she balances the everyday challenges of motherhood with her super busy career. She prioritizes her her family and prides herself on being a devoted mother to her two incredible daughters, Christine and Jillian, who we have literally seen growing up on TV. They are so gorgeous, they should be on the cover of every magazine in the world because they are gorgeous. We're gonna get them an agent. So sweet. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not a sweet person, Brandon will tell you. Uh, amongst her many endeavors, Danielle wrote her memoir, The Naked Truth, in 2010, a page turner, literally the book turned on fire, to separate fact from fiction and genuinely rectify her controversial past. She embodies an optimistic spirit and sees the future um, as limitless. To complement her positive disposition, she has embraced a love of yoga. Girl, mm -hmm. uh, I know somebody who pairs wine with yoga. That's the only way I will do yoga. Uh, she lives by her motto, stay in the positive. And in order to truly uh, love somebody else, you have to love yourself first. Girl, you said it. RuPaul says it. We all say it. And I love that. Uh, she's also involved with her parish, those lucky priests, uh, and supports various charities, including the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation and the World Hunger Organization. This last week, she hit Los Angeles by storm with her visits to every posh LA location. And her Instagram would indicate maybe some Hollywood projects in the near future. Let's hope. Uh, she joined the who's who of housewives of Beverly, uh, Beverly Hills, uh, New Jersey, Atlanta, New York, OC, all of the housewives as all of the main players uh, congregated for Andy Cohen's baby shower at the Palm in Beverly Hills. I'm sure you've seen all the pictures go viral, making her on the rocks debut before she literally jumps on a plane back home. Please welcome Danielle Staub. Hello. Yeah. Uh, also joining us, a uh, multi-time On The Rocks guest, Brandon Liberti was born and raised in Salt Lake City, Utah, but don't hold that against him, he's still fun. Uh, he began his career at the age of 18. Uh, his passion was realized as his dreams came true. The first week he was in La La Land, he was cast as a beauty expert on RuPaul's Drag You, then he began styling award shows, red carpets, editorial shoots, and stars on major shows, all the shows that you can imagine, including yeah. some of our Bravo uh, ones that Bravo. we love. Some we love, some we're over. <laughs> uh, Next Food Network's Shaza Sunset, The Housewives, Kendra on Top, Nickelodeon, Vanderpump Rules, American Horror Story, American Housewife, and Orange is the New Black, just to name a few. He set his sights on the big apple and headed to New York to cut in style for some of Broadway's biggest names. Stephanie Block, of course, from Wicked, Boy from Oz, Falsettos, Richard Kind, The Producers, uh, Dirty Rotten Scandals, and Orfe from Legally Blonde, Footloose, Saturday Night Fever, and of course, the beautiful Carly Hughes, who has graced us here from Pippin, Beautiful, The Carol King Story, and of course, Chicago. At 42, am I allowed to say ages? Who? You're the only age that I think we're no, going to talk about tonight. We're not talking about. You can talk about mine. Girl, you look good for any age. I'm telling you. At 42. I need to update my bio. At 42. <laughs> no, no, no. You were 42. Oh, okay. uh, no, yeah. Liberati decided <laughs> to tie the knot and share his love oh, with the world, yes. as he and his husband uh, were the first legally gay married couple on national television, starring on Bravo's hit reality show, Newlyweds, the first year. They focused on a bunch of couples, but we know the couple that literally stole the show. The other couple 
couples were like, uh, hello, and you're like, eh, whatever. Uh, Brandon now lives in LA. Uh, he can be seen cutting and coiffing between Los Angeles, San Francisco, and New York. I barely get to see him. Uh, for many celebrities of television, film, music, stage, and tech, as well as his dedicated and loyal clientele that spans across the nation, a Bravo celebrity himself. Uh, he's the go-to for many other Bravo uh, stars, and I started to see this kismet happening uh, months and months yes. ago, and I was like, what? Yes. And we know that you only hang around good people, so we're gonna talk a lot. Uh, his work can be seen in Cosmopolitan, Teen Vogue, Elle, OK Magazine, InStyle, and more. Please welcome back Brandon. Okay, so we have so much. Hey, 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 we hey, have hey. so much to get through. And Danielle, like, if I ask you something you don't want to answer, just just tell me it's none of my business. Okay. Um, <laughs> but Brandon, uh, being in front of the camera, then behind the camera, then front. If you look at Brandon's Instagram, it's literally a who's who. In fact, we pulled some of your celebrity pictures from Sarah oh, Jessica see. Parker to Rose McGowan uh, to male female celebrities. Brandon, we have yeah. to talk. We have to talk about those glasses. I'm not a fan. Oh, see, I'm not a fan. Uh, but, I love them. But see, so really? many people love yeah. them, and love some them. people don't. And, you look and like Jiminy me, Glick. But see, for oh, me, it's more about it's more about a statement. <laughs> yeah. See, but see, I get uh, that. Okay. So my mom hates them. Okay. I, well, but, you, but, your mom and yeah, I get along very yes. well, especially when there's liquor. So, his personality <laughs> allows that, and oh, his he looks, could whatever. Oh, forget it. We went to Universal Studios in gray sweatpants. Hell, that was an attraction right there. I was like, uh, hello, Harry Potter's right yeah, here. Right. Well, Harry Potter was there, yeah, so. Right. <laughs> I would litter my page with him all day, uh, every day. Well, you guys make a really good couple. Really Some of the pictures you guys have taken together are stunning. Uh, when I found out you were in LA, what was the very first thing I did was like, where is she coming down the rocks? Yeah, like, anytime, anytime. <laughs> but is it weird to go behind the camera, in front of the camera, because you've made appearances on Shaws of Sunset. Of course, you had your own show. Do, do you know what? It's not weird. It's It really keeps me humble, because I go into environments where I'm the the glam team and I'm treated very different than I'm going in when I'm going in as talent. And some of the same people that have interviewed me will will act like I don't exist when I go in as the hair person. Oh, that's interesting. So, but it's humbling. It's very humbling because I have to go in without an ego. And when you're when you're going in as talent, you're treated very different than when you're going in as the. Help. But I always take care of yeah. whoever's with me, and I'm I make them be honored. I I yeah. I don't appreciate it if I hear somebody and as that's, treated. Yeah. That's Brandon. important. Yeah, that's, that's not. Down. Yeah, and that's so true. I won't allow it. If I go to dinner and I can't bring him, I'm not going. Well, and he doesn't. He's gay, so he doesn't eat. So <laughs> actually, oh, right. he's so no, no, he's like, right. yeah. like, who's oh. paying for this tonight? Oh, baby, I'm eating. <laughs> right. He wouldn't do that to me, French but he will do it to yeah. anybody else. It's French fries. We love French fries. Oh God, girl, who are you talking yeah, right. to? Oh, I go to a party and like, do you want some cocaine? I'm like, bitch, doesn't look like I do cocaine. Where's the French fries? <laughs> right. Exactly. Come on. We're all about the French fries. Yes, but I have to know, Danielle. You had so many people come and go from your life that we've seen through through Bravo, from haters to lovers to people that idolize you like I did from since season one oh, thank you. Um, it must you must have your guard up by for good reason as to who you let in as friendship and who you let in to help uh, to help create your style hairstylist your clothing stylist your makeup artist they literally see you naked but then they see your personality they see you when you're tired they see you when other people are throwing shit at you and they mm -hmm. see what's really going on so what was it about Brandon that you were like, okay, he's good people, we're gonna build this friendship on top of the, the professional relationship? You know what, it's sort of like the universe throws people into your life at the time they're supposed to enter. I had had um, um, the unfortunate parting with one of my glam and um, 
I didn't get into the somatics. I just was looking and searching, and then I stopped looking and searching, and and I started looking at pictures of him on Instagram. I'm like, oh my God, he's so freaking cute. And I yeah. fell in love with his husband too. And then it wasn't three days later that I walked into a red carpet event and there they were. We rode the elevator oh, up that's together. together. Yeah. Just like you said, things happen. Yes, yeah. the universe threw us together. I was there for fashion week. I am, I'm, I haven't left him for a moment. I, yeah. I just don't want to. I really don't. If I get... If I get something, I want him there with me, and I would invite Craig if he was here too. That just We'd that Craig. special. Uh, Craig, you hello know? in Canada, yeah. by the yes. way. He just called. I talked to him outside. Fifty below. Yeah, Minus fifty where he's at. That's why he has to dance. You know, to, oh, to keep I'm things serious. going. Absolutely. Keep himself warm. Daniel, I have to tell you the reason I'm such a fan. You know, we saw you come in with a, in a blaze of glory in season mm -hmm. one. It was crazy. It was over the top. Um, let's just show. We have to show the infamous clip because because oh, no, everybody. Uh, it got me, it got it's the Emmys. table flipping. That's the Emmys. Five of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kurt. Just play that for our listeners that may not be familiar. This happened season one. Oh, I stripping? was stripping? arrested. Prostitution whore. You are f***ing gay. Nineteen times. You Okay. So I'm sure for you at the moment. <laughs> my face. Yeah. It's like, what? You're like, I'll take my no, book, said, please, and dessert to go. Yeah. I went, wow. Check, please. <laughs> but I have to say, you know, that, that hit the media in such a way before, like, we had the memes and the gifts that we do now all over mm. social media. This really saturated so much from pop culture to mainstream news. And looking at it, I'm sure being there at the moment was terrifying. And there was so much going on. It was a climax of this tumultuous uh, relationship with all the women. It was also season one of your first time really doing a reality show. Um, Most you have... people had not done a reality show at this point, I must say. We were the trailblazers. Well, Teresa and I. Well, and there's that energy there, and there's that, like we were talking about being naked, there's that rawness that you can't manufacture on a reality TV show. What I love about you, because I've followed you through the years from, from, your, from your singing, what, when's, when's the new single going to come? It's coming. Okay, good. <laughs> from your dips in the lady pond. <clears throat> oh. But I love how you've reinvented yourself, and you've done, you've done other shows on, on other networks, and you continue to reinvent yourself, unabashed, unapologetic to anybody, what their criticisms may be or their opinions. They're not paying your bills, so why do their opinions matter? But I really love how you kind of have your pulse on what's happening, and you're able to really uh, manifest yourself over and over again. The Danielle that we see, even though still a little shit store, like I said, <laughs> you you are you have refined yourself. You have, I think, gained your own identity. That this is Danielle. She's not trying to do anything else. She's not trying to be anything else. I love this Danielle. Um, Thank who, you. You know, the the thing is, is who's your favorite character when you're watching Dynasty? All the ones that get in fights. Yeah. <laughs> but but you know, like you think of some of the iconic characters that we remember. It's it's Alexis, it's Erica. Yeah, oh yeah. It's yeah, yeah. it's these people that and I think that that from season one to now, I think that you've become the person that is unapologetically um, outspoken. Which you know which, though, you have a lot to do with helping me through a oh. lot of that. On the you know, behind closed doors, nobody knows what goes on. Yeah. He does and he's never judgmental. He's there for me, doesn't let me break. If he sees a crack, 
He doesn't try to put it back together again. He helps me try to make yeah. sense of it so I don't repeat it. That's what friends do. Yes. That's what friends do. But we know in this industry, that's kind of hard because some people will... It's not uh, impossible, though. I had to go through a lot to get with just not even just as a hairstylist. He's my friend, you know, and there's a lot to be said for that. I have a trust that's it's it's really strange because the amount of time we've known each other and my wall, like you said, yeah. being up and my guard, really, I like... And I don't need anything from Danielle. That's and I think just that, that makes, and I makes believe a him. big difference, yes. It makes too. me want to give him everything that I get. Oh, my God, you guys. Oh. This is my thing, Danielle. I think you're done getting married. I think you're done dating. I think that you should just be single and be happy with that. And I think... And move to Beverly Hills. Move to Beverly Hills. <laughs> have 10 gay husbands. We'll all move yes. in. Yes. Wow. Um, I'm, I'm the position open for a beer anywhere. <laughs> I'm a really good one. I don't want you guys. I just... I want to be with you and cuddle at night. Yes. And well, make me pretty. Well, and yes. I mean, <laughs> you are gorgeous. I have to say, in person, you know, you have your ideas because I see you on TV and in your glamour shoots and you're just... So gorgeous, but then in real life, it's like, oh my god, she's right here, she's so yeah. cute, and little. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Someone said that to me recently, and I thought it was the funniest thing ever. They stood back, they looked at me up and down, they're like, You're just like a little Barbie doll. Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. buy you, and I'm like, Okay, careful with that. Now. <laughs> I have to say though, that you and I've talked to uh, uh, the her makeup artist as well that, that does make it for her sometimes, and she does Teresa, she does a lot of the housewives. But Pris her name is Priscilla. 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 <laughs> Christine, right? Yes. Yeah. Priscilla Stastasio. And we we so actually have incredible. both. Yeah, we've yeah. talked about you epitomize the housewife. You you are the Ooh. epitome of one. When you walk into a room, you you just it, it's your total vibe, and I love that. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, Danielle. Did not you everybody digs that though. Well, because people I'm can okay be jealous of it. People can I'm they okay. are not able to do that themselves. Do they want We've you to seen. be boring though? That that's the thing about well, this. It's like you or manufactured. You know, like, how do I stay on the show? Yeah. How do I get my own storyline? Let's well, manufacture. I don't look this. for that kind of thing. I I we come from Teresa and I heart knocks. Like that was the beginning. Authenticity was yeah. all we had. No one said, here's a script. Nobody said, stand there, do this, do that. Oh, we're going to make you look better. Put that. No, they. we were just like thrown into a room. It was basically, might as well have been bars around us, you know, for lack of a better way of putting it. And we weren't leaving until we gave everything we had. But it wasn't hard for us because, you know, Italians were pretty yeah. passionate about whatever it is we're passionate about. And we're not going to leave until it's beaten to death. You know, we need to we need to discuss it. Well, and you've also had this history of, of having to fight for yourself and fend for yourself. Since you know, I was it, a child. In, yeah. in your book, you know, you were adopted. You had not the best growing up experience. And look where you've become, which I also respect. You become a great mother. Um, Thank you. Regardless girls of, uh, love of, her. Yeah. Oh. I mean, yeah. Well, and that's evident. And you know, all the drama of the show aside, your family unit is your family unit, and I do believe that that comes first. And it I love does. that you are a role model for women saying you don't have to come from certain means to be a housewife, to have a reality TV show, to have your own thriving businesses. Um, it's about fighting hard, knowing who you are, and never ap apologizing, which I love just, so much. You can fall, but you have to get up and wipe yourself off and just pick your chin up, look ahead, don't look back. Get angry for five minutes. Do it. Let it all out. Don't do it to anybody, but just sit yourself down and do what you got to do. If it's crying, if it's screaming, mine's screaming. 
Um, sometimes then it turns into cry. But by the end of five minutes, I've gone through all five stages. So I'm good. <laughs> um, and, you know, it works. It molds well for me. But I've always allowed my kids to have their moment with whatever has been upsetting them so they can let go of it. If you don't allow somebody to do that, and you stop that from happening, you're stopping their growth. It doesn't just apply to children, it applies to all of your relationships. If you do something to somebody and you want to apologize to them, you've got to allow them to be angry, you've got to be willing to receive that. And you know what? My friends that have come back into my life have allowed that to happen, and that's a mutual respect. And I think that that's something that everyone should be teaching their children and living by. I'm nobody like to, to be giving advice to anybody about anything. But the one thing I have the advantage on, I was never taught how to love. I was never oh. shown how to love, but I believe in it. And so if I have to keep getting hurt and falling down and picking up and forgiving and letting go and getting upset and doing it all over again, I'll do it until I get it right. I don't know what I'm doing. Do any of us? I mean, some of us had I really do. good parents. <laughs> well, except those glasses. Right. Oh God! No, those uh. glasses are everything. And don't cry. You're supposed to be laughing. It's not <laughs> um, are you happy that you left the show and came back? Do you think you you did most of the growth between those years? No. Really? No, I regret leaving. Really? Yeah. I got so many emails as to it was never clear why take you it. left the show. I couldn't take it okay. off camera. Things were happening from the Manzo family, and they were coming after my children, myself, and it They're was thick just, as thieves. They, they are thieves. That's the that thought. <laughs> oh, God, now I'm going to have a hit on my, on my shoulder. <laughs> um, and they're pretty thick, too, but I'm just saying. <laughs> Someone needs to lay off the past. <laughs> hey, big um, girls need love, too. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I mean, everybody needs love, but just they judge me, and so I'll judge back. I'll return the favor. Um, they... Everyone then made it impossible for me to stay and protect my children. Let's just put it that way. That's and so be. I left to protect my kids. I abandoned my home, our life, yeah. everything. I got out of the hood. Um, and they made sure of it. So you know what? I do regret leaving because it gave them the power. I think my advice would be to that, Danielle, is don't give anyone your power. But don't I have to say you're to back. They're not. Well, yeah, who, who's still on TV and who's yeah, not? Exactly. Um, what was your decision to come back? Do you remember that first moment where it was announced? Because it went crazy. Regardless of how many seasons you were gone, people were still always talking about yeah. you. That clip is played is every season moment. over and over. Um, people are, are reading your book over and over. You have been on everybody's lips in the Bravo world, regardless of if you were on the air or not. So coming back Even on it, other shows on Bravo. Yeah, yeah that, that's exactly right. In movies, too. I've seen it. And yeah. I like it. You know, there is a, such a thing as called it's a Danielle. I'm not quite sure what it is, and I'm not embarrassed by it or ashamed by it or proud of it. I don't even you're, know what it is, but I think it's of kind of funny. Culture, though, and I yes, love that. Definitely, you are yeah. definitely you have you have carved out your niche and in, or your that, niche in that pop culture. Certain people off that are very new to the franchise. That you know, I'm an OG bitch. Get over it. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you remember your first moment of filming uh, back? And why aren't you in the main sequence? By the way, why aren't you listed? I'm not a full time housewife. But. The whole season is pretty much your wedding, your situation. I have to tell you because I had to, I had to catch up. Situation. There you pretty go. Much. So why? Uh, that's when I was like, girl, even when we started filming. Andy, next season she's yeah. up in front. All right, Andy, or else yeah. no, no baby shower gifts for you. <laughs> Teresa and I will hold hands. We'll share the front. Here's here's I got this question many different ways, and I think we briefly talked about it in in, in the lobby. 
How do you go from that situation, flipping tables and having such animosity towards somebody, where you guys are friends, you guys shared a bedroom in Cabo <laughs> together, you guys have each other backs in a very uh, sincere way, by the way. Watch season one. If you haven't caught up, catch up. There's a, I think there's two or three more yeah. episodes left. Two. Um, Until the reunion. Tomorrow night, and then two yeah, more. second night of Cabo is tomorrow night. Yeah. And, last, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you have three reunion. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So how do you get to that two position more. from having... two more episodes or three more Two more episodes, episodes left, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so how do you get to where you and Teresa are at right now? <sighs> Because it wasn't just you guys fighting, it was then the teams were going, Team Danielle, Team Teresa, and then they, replaying that we over and over. We actually started the teams. We didn't mean to. I mean, pop culture did yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The viewers did that. And we thank all of them. I, I do anyway. I'm going to speak for myself right now. I thank all haters. <laughs> thank you for making sure that I remained relevant. <laughs> because if you're talking about me, you're leaving everybody else alone. There so, you go. Thank you graciously. And for all my lovers and all the millions of more of them that there are, I try to stay prevalent on my responses on mm -hmm. social media to make sure that they feel special and loved because they make me feel that way. I don't always get around to it right away, but I, I check in and I do it. And I will remain... Um, as social as I can on there because you're building me up and I can't thank you enough. And the haters too. I mean, it might just be a middle finger. But I, I'm acknowledging I also, I, I also think if but you haven't been through this process of reality you don't TV, understand. Teresa, I, I can see how there's, there is going to be, regardless of whether they're best friends or not, there's still going to be a connection. To, so to go through that, that and, and know what it's like to have that as part of your past. Well, you, we're the only two yeah, that understand that. that. Yeah. And so there, there's a bond. There's, so there's definitely this, there's a his, this, historical this, bond. There's this energy that goes on where they're like, oh, we don't need to, to attach ourselves to Danielle. She's just a friend. Let's attach ourselves to Teresa mm. and she'll help us get rid of Danielle. Uh, hello? <laughs> Living not the season. happening. Every episode was, there's Danielle yeah. again. Even when Danielle's a not friend. in the episode, they're talking I mean, about they're Danielle. They're talking about you. And it's like, yeah. oh. So but I fast thing. forwarded to the parts that you were in. I will be honest. <laughs> that bachelorette party, I want to go back and go to that bachelorette party. <laughs> Screw your fiance, but like, <laughs> I wanted to just He's go out. He's not fun. even my Ugh. husband anymore, but we'll get I have to tell you, the there was no chemistry there. I was, I was, I mean, I'm, I'm very sorry that it's been so tumultuous, but I'm, I'm glad to see you strong and on your own. Cheers yeah, to that. amen. And you guys, you know, here's the thing that I don't know if pe a lot of people realize. You were with Marty for a oh, long time. Long. See, so that, wasn't, that wasn't really presented yeah. in the show. It so was like it was Johnny Come. Oh, yeah. wow. So she was with him for four years before she got married. You don't see that in the show. Yeah. So it made And it, I was married for four minutes, but... But well, still, they, it, it came three, across three too as long. you just met this person. And, or, you, you know, I don't, I don't think that they really... You know, let people know that it was four years. Oh, that wouldn't. Craig and I were together five years before we were married. Yeah. And you know. Hey, when somebody wants something, they're in for the long game. They're gonna yeah. get what they want before they go. So apparently, that's what happened. And I don't know if I want to say any more about it because it just blows somebody else up and puts them on my platform. So bye. Yeah. Um, next. <laughs> bye, girl. Um, okay. And um, then uh, just, just. I don't know if you want to go back to Teresa, but well, yeah. And do you yeah. think it's because she's also been through a lot from season one with her own family, her own situation, and now she can kind of see people from different points of light? Well, here's the biggest part, and and I'm gonna just put it out there for all the moms or parents in yeah. the world. Our children are the only children that saw their parents tear each other apart. 
If there was no other reason, which there are many, than that, we would have done it for that reason. And she was accepting that my children needed a face-to-face and a sit-down with her and an apology and an explanation. So special. She was willing to work for this relationship. Yeah. And i got to be I honest with you. Work. Yeah. It came from the beginning. We worked on that relationship until the other cast got in there and pushed it apart and then triggered everything. And then I pushed back. Yeah. Even though I was only time in all of the Housewives history that any single... One cast member had to go up against the whole rest of the cast. Now, put that into perspective. I, I can't I'm even imagine. I'm the only one that ever had to do that, and I'm the only one that ever had to do that on top of it with family. Yeah. All of them, family, not me. And I'm the only one that did that, all those other reasons, single, just divorced. So I think that makes me pretty strong person to be able to do that and then walk away from my only income because it was really hurting my children. But with that said, bringing it back to the children, hearing from Teresa, that's all it took for me. When someone apologizes and I believe them, the wall just, you know, you can peek over the wall and we both were careful. She it takes well. time. It takes but time Teresa and action. as well. And Teresa's friends and Teresa's family and my friends, mm-hmm. my family. Are you guys sure? And then the viewers get involved. Yep. But, you know, we kind of go like, okay, relax. Um, <laughs> you know, but we have a history that none of the rest of these girls have. Even Melissa mm-hmm. doesn't have that. Yeah. Yep. I started it. Yep. And so did Teresa. And we might be the ones that finish it. <laughs> Girl, you heard it. You, you heard it here first. Um, what is the reality of filming? The reality with Bravo. What is like a daily shooting schedule like? How is hair and makeup handled? I've always wanted to know who pays for the dinners when you guys all go out to the vacations and the dinners. Mm. Who pays? That's that's production. Good. Girl, I would order everything. I'm like, I'll have two steaks, Wait, please. No, you, you never end up eating anything because you're, you're yeah, talking no, no, and fighting. No. And are we talking? Is that what you see happening? <laughs> I well, love that's it. Funny. I love it though. Your production paid for it. Ours made us pay for it. We never would eat the food. So it was sort of like, okay, we're Uh, done with that. We'll order French fries. (laughs) I think there was like the first couple of seasons we did. I think they figured it out that yours was around our time too. Yeah, Yeah, I do know that things at Bravo have changed. And I think NeNe Leakes uh, spearheaded a lot of those changes. uh, I mean, I I can't speak highly enough about Bravo. That's my home. That's my network. It's NBC. It's Bravo. And... You know, you just don't bite the hand that feeds well, you. And the housewives... And as far as production, the same yeah. thing. They take good care of you guys. They do. Really They really, care. really do. You guys are, are, I just are think stars. The, some of the bitches we work with are pretty shady. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you watch the show? I try not to. But I send it to Brandon to watch it for me. <laughs> because you still have to write on the blogs. You have to know what's going on. Mm-hmm. I would I would want to watch just to well, see how Well, I got to know because I'm it. always getting interviewed about this well, stuff. Well, right, right. So I'm like, what happened? Yeah. Yeah, great. Okay. But before the reunion, I do try to watch everything mm-hmm. because I think it's important, especially me as a friend, to know what's going on. I mean, I want my, I want so my throne back. Before, yep. the, before reunion, she did watch What Happens Live. The night before. The night before. And two so years in a row now. Then yep. had to go back to the hotel and I was with her. Mm-hmm. Sit up and watch every episode till like four AM and have to go in and film yeah. reunion the next day. So everybody else got, got there earlier, but Danielle, we didn't get we didn't mm-hmm. even get 
there till like one. One in the morning, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, so. and you have to like you must. It must be weird for you to come to do hair, uh, you know, and come on set and be like, "Bitch, I know what you did to my friend," yeah. you know, and to not. Do you like do the stylists get this was get the a, first time in my career that I had somebody there just for me. On your side. No, just for me. Got it. Otherwise, you got glam running. Mm -hmm. Okay, packing up, going over there. He was my baby. Like, I had had an ally. They all had their husbands. I had an ally. And and what you just said, though, I'm not a hairstylist. I'm not part of the show. No. I, I do not base judgment. You need and to write this a is, book on that. This is what yeah, happened. They are not a part of the show. They need to relax. And this is what happened previously with a lot of people. They I think that they get involved in the storyline. They they get involved with what the girls, what's going on with them. My opinions and decisions are based on what people do to me and my own experiences. Thank so you So if she's that. having a story uh, some, or a fight with somebody else, I'm not a part of it. If you ask me to do your hair, I'll do your hair, but I will not, when you start, when the other person drags me into it, that's when I'm like, okay, no, this this is not, this person doesn't know the boundaries of, of this, because I keep very clear boundaries. But they do, they try to yeah. bring him in, but he's not gonna do that. I, he's well, the first person that's ever done that for me or for anybody. I don't think it's just me, I think that's his well, morals and his He's a true professional, standards. I've seen yeah. him at work and I've seen you out yeah. at, you know, and at, at pub yeah. on a Sunday. Right? And he he makes always you look a, a professional. super bang well, and, and I also think that it oh. helps that I've had my own show. You I know, know what these people are going like, through. Yeah. And we filmed for a year and a half. That's like, a process. It, yeah. that, that's During a long time. During your first time. year of marriage, by the way, which is yeah. rocky, even in the best situation. Really? You're talking to me? <laughs> well, girl. <laughs> it's all a dress rehearsal, yeah. Danielle. It's, it's, it's going to happen. Yes. But, you 20 know, times, I, I, really 20 times. <laughs> Oh my lord! Twenty more if I find it. I feel bad for the next guy that proposes to you. That's got to be one hell of a proposal, by the <laughs> right? way. It's yeah. got to be something spectacular. Everything needs to be big and with this man. It needs to be a big really wallet. big ring. So if I need to sell it, I can actually pay the attorneys this time. Um, but go, going back to the stylists, I know a lot of the stylists involved sometimes are on their own celebrity path. They're trying to take as many behind the scenes selfies in a weird way. Like you take, when I see your behind the scenes stuff and you guys have posted a lot of stuff together, it's fun because it's part of the fun journey he and makes the job. You look hot. Well, you well, are a hot girl. And I'm having, I'm, I'm out as a friend. I don't invite myself Oh, no, I make sure I'm not going without him. Yeah, you know. But there's some stylists, and they're like, I need to get this selfie with the cast so I can hashtag everybody and and be famous. They're on their own. No, he takes it with me. He takes it with me. Or my friends that, like, we're hanging out with. Like, I brought him all the way in with my friendship with Teresa, and Rosanna's her best friend. Oh, my God, I love She lives here, but Rosanna was my neighbor in Wayne when this whole thing happened, and her and Teresa... She wasn't allowed to really talk to me. It's funny but now we're all so close. This world is so small. That's yeah. why I keep putting up hashtag three Italians. Yeah. Because <laughs> we really are just three Italians. So we're always going to come back together. Word up to the rest of the girls that are not Italian. Stop trying to come between. Not Ooh, happening. I- Okay. (laughs) We giddy stick together. Um, I got a lot of emails. Uh, We know we loved uh, watching Watch What Happens Live. I remember the first time you came back on Watch What Happens Live. She was the first first one one ever on Watch What Happens Happens Live. Live. Oh, that's right. And then uh, they announced your comeback. I mean, I literally just about wet my pants. Um, (laughs) The last time you were on is is really funny. Um, You were on with Lindsay Lohan. Uh, We have some pictures. Uh, Both you girls. Oh, really? (laughs) That's funny. Dina was texting before the whole time. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, 
Yeah. Um, you, both both you ladies looked gorgeous. You know, it's so yeah. funny. Uh, we've been doing a lot of reality episodes. Next week we have DJ Ryan Kenny, who was uh, in Lindsay Lohan's Beach Club. He's coming on next week to talk about his experience. Um, but I guess uh, it was a fun evening. But some of the reports were like, Lindsay was so excited to meet you. Um, and then there was like this big entourage that she walked in with. And like, she didn't know what was going on. What, what was that evening like sharing well, Watch What Happens Live with Lindsay she, Lohan? She... She, I had restrictions on what I could talk about, so she took the housewife seat. There's a lot of people that have asked why I wasn't sitting yeah. next to Andy. Yeah. Or why you weren't me, saying much, or but, Andy was protecting. But it was just situation. to protect me. And the situation was confirmed by the attorneys. My attorneys, all attorneys, like, like the we just day had before, to be very quiet. No, it yeah. was that yeah, day, day I was in Where court. you were like, yeah. she could not so, talk about Here's the thing. I could never Lindsay do that. Lindsay sat a big there, mouth. and thank God for her because she really stepped up. She did her like housewife duty when yeah. she was dysfunctional, like I would have been. <laughs> but she was great at it. She was so cute and sweet, and she was really nice to me. And I so. loved her dress with the little Just cigarette. Oh yeah, they were little old-fashioned oh, cigarette so cases. Cute. For She's pockets, sweet, though. and like, I'm really good like friends with. Yeah. And I'm very good friends with her mom. For many, you many guys need your own reality show. Can you imagine? I can. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely can. I can see it. Netflix, hi. She, she needs to go to... <laughs> I think Dina, Dina invited her to Dubai. Oh, we're so going to Dubai. I think she, she's at a celebrity She needs to, brother. like, film the whole thing. Yeah, tell Bravo. <laughs> well, I'm right. just working on getting the private jet lined up first, and then... Oh, have Bravo do it. Yeah. I would watch that for a thousand years. <laughs> right. And, you know, t talking about this, uh, just a weird circle of events, I know uh, in, you were on All My Children. I was. Uh, you were you were there. Um, so the with Josh Duhamel's first scene ever on the small screen. Oh, girl. Ever. Any screen he's on is big screen. <laughs> he is so handsome. Um, but you I love like that you were on All My Children. Uh, the first part of the show was with Carly Gibson. Her very first TV uh, acting job was on All My Children. So it's weird that two mm, women yeah. that are kicking ass on TV right now mm -hmm. um, on, on all, all My Children. Um, let's talk about your acting career. Now, I know in L.A. there was some things on, on Instagram that you've alluded to. Uh, I saw your picture today was with Chloe. Mm -hmm. um, is there something acting Hollywood-wise that we should know about that you're able to talk about? Well, I am sad. SAG, AFTRA, Equity, and AEA. I've been a part of this industry since I was nine years old with the New York Ballet. And also moving into, not that I was like the lead in anything, I was just a sugar plum fairy, but I was serious about ballet. And 19 years I was a ballerina, and at the age of 17 I signed with Ford. Um, dated multiple celebrities, um, didn't know what I was doing um but i dated prince and apollonia at the same time i love that um, <laughs> <laughs> it's so good and then i'm never um, washing that glass <laughs> and then <yeah>. okay <laughs> and i um and i i've written about these things and it's so funny how everyone's like Okay, we'll skip over that part of her life. It was a big part of what made me who I am in the industry. Mm -hmm. This is my industry, my community. The gay community is my fucking community. They I'm loved sorry. You since if I day could. one, girl. No, I've marched in nine prides in stilettos before my rheumatoid arthritis went into stage three. I'm happy to do that, but I can ride in the car this time. <laughs> um, yes, and just do the. Way. Yes. <laughs> but um, back to this, I, I absolutely adore everything about this business and I've never punched a time card in my life. Okay. And what else can I do right now but reality TV 
or go back to what it is mm -hmm. that I was meant to do and that's scripted and maybe do both at the same time. I'm trying to do as much as I I think she needs to be I on can. Dancing with the Stars. Uh, She's yeah. a dancer. Well, uh, yeah. And I, I, I really would love to bring national attention to rheumatoid arthritis. I mean, it's really a debilitating disease. I'm doing it without medication. Well, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. anyway, you know, and CBDs and, and making things like accessible to people so we can avoid like the medication that they had me on. In season eight, I was bloated a little bit. That was from doing like chemotherapy and things for RA that was really making my body expand. And I didn't know what to do with it, even though it wasn't taking away all the pain. It was enough, but it was anesthetizing me. And then I went, you know what? No, I'm not doing this. I'm going to dance. I'm going to move. Body emotion stays in motion. Yeah. I'm at stage three, and I think I have more mobility in my body than anyone the doctors have seen so far. So I'm keeping a handle on it my best way. I get injections. Um, into my joints every 10 days, the um, muscular and spine disease in Englewood. They're very good to me, Dr. Simhi and Dr. Horowitz and Dr. Popowitz. Amazing group, 177 Dean Street in Englewood, New Jersey. <laughs> but they have three other offices throughout the tri-state area. And I just have to say, if anyone is in pain, think of something different that you can do to keep your mind off of it. It's not gonna cure it. But what it's gonna do is make it easier for you to get up and keep moving. Because if you stop moving, you're done. That's my best advice. So back to the acting. This is something that I'm also doing to keep in motion. And it's my passion, and I love it. And I would love anything to do with any part, a speaking part, in anything. I'll start small. I don't care. I've been around television cameras for my entire life. I graduated Tisch Academy. There's so you went to many Tish? I did go oh, to I Tish. didn't know that. There are so many things about me people don't know. But what we were doing the other day, which was yesterday, mm -hmm. is Teresa and I are um, going to announce what it was very soon. Well, I think you can talk about it. We can talk about it, but we can't talk about the what, content. The of content. It. So we filmed a promo for Greta. Right, right. Yes. I did know that. I did know okay. that. Did you, have you seen the preview? Mm -mm. Oh, it's like um, single white it. female meets. Amazing. Yeah, like. Amazing. Oh, so uh, you guys are going to do. Silence of the Lambs. It's like We're that kind of movie. Yeah. It's going to run in all the theaters, our yeah. promo. So And I did the hair. Ah! Oh my God, you guys. Fans are going to shit themselves. The other housewives are going to be like, what about me? Too bad. Well, Back you went off. there from the beginning, And Chloe, yeah. Chloe loves. She oh, FaceTimed. I could tell from that She picture. FaceTimed with She's my daughter. She's so fun. She's well, gorgeous. And she even said on Watch What Happens Live, she's like, I love Teresa and Danielle. And she grew up with their kids. That's what so she, she told me. Yeah. And Jillian, my daughter, yeah. on FaceTime yesterday. My daughter was braiding her hair for the gym. She's like, well, mom. I go, open your eyes. She goes, oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And Chloe was doing the same thing. She was like, hi, I love you. Oh, I've watched you since. She was so sweet. sweet. So they both really grew up fans of one yeah. another because Chloe's been at this since she was five. Yeah. Yeah. Just a different end of it. But, you know, it all balances out. And I've been a part of this industry my whole life. I can't I'm wait not going for everyone anywhere. to see what they did. <laughs> it's, it's Iconic. Oh my God, you yeah. guys. I'm really, really, really excited. Um, when it comes out, I'm sure we'll play it here on the show. I'm sure you will, but then we went to someplace even more fun afterwards, the Lego experience. I haven't been oh, to that yeah. yet. It was cute. It was like, and they yeah. they did a couple things for us for the new, I think it was like the new Lego movie. The new movie. Lego movie. So, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. sort of like the, the pop-up, the little yeah. Instagram pop-up for- Yeah, they put those little, yeah, it's a pop-up yeah. thing. But oh my God, I'll show you after. 
so funny. The videos Teresa are so and I. cute. Too much fun we're together. Like I'm so we're jealous. We're in high heels on turntables, <laughs> spinning while we're dancing. <laughs> it's so good. And they're like, you could take your heels off. We're like, no, not yet. <laughs> Crazy. The minute we were done, those those shoes were off. Daniel, do you think the show truly portrays who you really are? Absolutely not. I'm. S- there's so many layers to me, and it's controlled. What do but they get right? What do they get wrong? They get right most of what they show. They get wrong of what they don't. Uh, uh, that's a really good way to put it. Because they have to edit you into uh, a character, so, so to speak. They don't really have to. I am that character. It's okay. <laughs> but you, you know, and I think... But there's other l- like, there's other layers to me. When, what they do is it's say take facets of your personality and they condense it. So you become this condensed version of where like where you, what you need to be. Yeah. So, you know, whether, like, say you're the funny guy, it's going to be all your funny moments condensed. It's still your funny moments, but it's the extreme versions of them. Or if you're a depressed person or a quiet person. So it's like we all have all of those characteristics to our personality. It's just where do you fit in? And I, I have to say, Danielle, I love where you fit in. Mm. I, I think <laughs> the show, me and Craig watch it, and Honest to God, when you're not on there, I'm bored. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm literally, literally bored. bored. Yeah. Like, and that's not because that. I know you. I that know, that is as a viewer. That. It's yes. like so much. But I've heard that, and, and it doesn't minimize. It actually just validates. I've heard from so many of the viewers that so like true. I don't yeah. even so like true. you, Danielle. But I can't wait for you to get on the screen. But I still hate you, girl. And that <laughs> and that's I'm like, where all right. I I didn't ask, but thank you. You know, Thanks Andy Cohen said once he was like, a good housewife is someone that people love to hate or love to love. They can't just hate you. And I think you people, they hate to love me and love to but, hate me. But yeah. see, that's but, what they do. But, they, you There's need an that. emotional connection, connection, but it has to happen sincerely. Some housewives yeah. try to be the one that people love to hate, and if it's not done sincerely or they don't have the personality to actually back it up, it falls flat. And we can think Jackie about... Jackie Goldslayer. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but we can think of a lot of people that it's contrived, and yes. it ends up being like, well, okay. you know, Now you're just a mean bitch. You're, yeah. not, you're not somebody that is like... Uh, Margaret Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> okay, real fast, and then we have to wrap up the show, and I know you have to jump on a plane. Uh, Andy Cohen's uh, bridal shower was a, which a huge event. Oh. I didn't know that Vicki Gunvalson actually hosted it, because it looked like Lisa Rinna had thrown it. It was yeah. Kyle and Vicky. Okay. But I have to be honest with you, like, Vicky is, don't say anything bad about her. I love her so well, much. Well, she's from, I was born and raised in OC. She's, she's my She girl. sells her insurance. She goes to the mixers. No, I mean, she's she genuinely is. She's a hardworking, and she's an OG, too. Sweet. Yes, she yeah. is. No, she's the OG of the OGs. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kiss her ring. Um, yeah. But real fast, uh, there was so many personalities. That staff must have so many stories from that day uh, at, at, at the Palm. Who, who were the biggest divas in terms of the housewife that were acting like divas and were not just, like, having, like, a fun time? Yeah, I don't see any of that. Okay, good. Everyone left it outside because it was all about daddy. Yeah, okay. it really was. No, I got to be honest with you. It was we used to have Bravo Liberty events that would shut down city blocks yeah. in Manhattan, then out here in LA too. That was back in the day. None of you new bitches know any of this <laughs> shit. But they would make us feel like this was our party. 
this was the first time since those days that the housewives actually got to have like a turn up bowl together and it was yeah. fun. It was unbelievable. And everyone's energy was amazing. Lisa amazing. Renna was That's giving really me good. life on oh, her. Oh no, she is Lisa, Lisa from yeah, the win. She was on the she table. She was the win. Ah, yeah. Win. She made sure that those uh, <laughs> clips were released to all the outlets too. Mm-hmm. She didn't have problems with that. We all helped. Well, yeah. yeah. She was hot. Yeah. She's always hot. No, and that Talk was about hot. a good promoter. She's, she's a good promoter. So yes. she's, she, she's a good promoter. Um, but it was like the Avengers movie, like where it's like oh, all the soap operas now. Like yeah. she's my yeah. soap. Yeah, Girl. I love yeah. that. It was like the it Avengers. Was, it was like, and who's next? And like, the, from oh, that genre, this personalities you never expected, like to see Sonia Morgan dancing next to Cynthia. Oh, did you, you know? see Andy's feed about Sonia and I? We both stood there with our faces on and our little phones in front of us. He goes, "These two will get arrested tonight." <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that one. Yeah. I'll go look. Oh, and Darren Carb. Darren has done the show uh, oh, a couple Darren. of times. I love her, and her feats were great. Okay, we have to end the show because yeah. you have to jump on a plane. Uh, mm. Real fast, we end the show with rapid fire, so I'm going to give you rapid fire questions, and boom, boom, boom. Okay. You're right. stuck on an island and need three fellow housewives to survive from any housewife franchise. Who are they? Remember, not ones you like, but ones that you need to survive. Teresa, Dolores, and Lisa Vanderpump. Oh, that was fast. Lisa, to help you survive on an island? She's got the jet. <laughs> I like that one. That one's Thank okay. You. Uh, your closet is on fire. You can pull one item from your closet to save. What is it? Myself. Well, no. Besides <laughs> that, always Danielle. In it. <laughs> always. In She's the so like logical. She's yeah. good at this. Um, but like, like a, like a. Uh, my first Chanel bag. Yes, I love that. You always have room for Chanel. Uh, female celebrity, you would dip your toes back into the lady pond for. Oh, Charlize Theron. Oh, heartbeat. Except I just saw Tolly. I don't know. I don't care. Okay. Okay. I could totally see that. That's a good coupling. Uh, there'd be another single there, too. <clears throat> uh, what movie that came out in the last year would you have wanted to be cast in? Movie, movie, movie. Oh, my God. I haven't watched a movie. <gasps> Birdcage. Bird, 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 bird box. Bird, bird box. box. Yes. 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 Bird box. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I love how Sandra Paulson or uh, Sarah Paulson was in it. She's in everything. Can she ever like sleep? Everything. Like just, this she's woman like in sleep. The she needs glass. no sleep. She, she's in right? a glass. Yeah. She's in. She's like in a Centrum commercial. She's like I'm Sarah Paulson. By the way. She's okay. everywhere. Uh, what would Danielle season nine say to Danielle season one? Don't leave. It's about to get good. Oh, oh. I'm wondering though if you would have had as much impact in the last couple of seasons if if you wouldn't have left. I would have. Mm. Even more so. I'd be pounding those bitches into the pavement. <laughs> I'll give you a star. <laughs> I love it. Danielle, tell our viewers and listeners where they can find you and follow you. You can find me on Instagram mainly, but I do check everything. It's uh, Danielle at Danielle underscore Staub. And the same thing for Twitter. And that's S-T-A-U-B. Yes. Yeah. You guys know. <laughs> um, and then Facebook, I have a fan page. There's no room left on my personal. But, you know, you can try and message me. I'm there for it. And, um, I don't know, stalk me. I love it. And you guys, uh, two more episodes left for season nine. And then the three-part reunion. We didn't get to talk about behind the scenes of the reunion, but I, I could tell it was, it was pretty hot. So we're going to see that. Brandon, where can our viewers and uh, listeners find you? I'm at Brandon Liberati on everything.com. And my page. Yeah. And, yes. and on Danielle's I love you guys page. Pictures <laughs> and, and videos yeah. together. So. Um, and you yourself, sir, are so busy. You're never in LA. You're always, you're always out. He always shows around. up for I'm, whoever he needs to. Yeah. I have amazing. a big project that might be happening that people might see me soon. Well, uh, yeah. you and Craig are, are like the most uh, often visitors here. 
I love it. And we love you. And Craig, uh, in Canada, doing amazing work. Back With to ballet. Royal Winnipeg Ballet. Yes. Yeah, yes. Romeo and Juliet playing Lord Capulet after 20 years. Go Royal Winnipeg Ballet, I think it's amazing. Yeah, and they're and supporting um, a ballerina with with brain cancer. Yeah, and I just think Catherine just, just she was she's she was on her show yeah. as yeah. his maid of honor. Total warrior, yeah. Yeah. total such warrior. a warrior. And Craig, we're so proud of you. Uh, your body transformation, what you're doing, uh, is unbelievable, and uh, for such it's a great gross. cause. And it's yeah. <laughs> All right, you guys, you guys go catch your plane, and uh, and to our viewers, Love we'll you. see you next Tuesday. Mwah. This has been On the Rocks with Alexander every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on Universal Broadcasting Network. Find me on Facebook on On the Rocks Radio Show. Tweet me or Instagram me at On the Rocks On Air. See you next Tuesday.